I, I was in a relationship and it was long distance and she knew that like, you know, like in long distance, of course I'm going to do what I do. But then uh, I got lazy instead of taking girls to hotels, I brought them back to my apartment and I had a roommate and my roommate was like close friends with, with that, with my girl. He snitched? He ratted on me. No way. He ratted on me. And then afterwards, I, I, t- I still talk to her sometimes now. She's cool, whatever. She got a, she got a new man. Um, but she said like, uh, I would have rather just not have known. If he never snitched, I would have stayed with you. Like, I, I just didn't want to hear him calling her up and saying this, like, he's bringing girls back to the, that it ruined it for her. But if she just pretended like it wasn't real, everything would have been fine. I think that that's proof that women just live in delusion and, and can't handle the truth. And But this is the this is the new day and age, especially as content creators, like when you put everything online. And undeniably, when you're streaming, and I say I'm on Omegle and I'm risen up a girl, and I fly her out. She's there the next day. The chat goes crazy. Like, that's just genius content. You can't oh, deny that. Man. Going from Omegle to real life, that's great content. Bringing girls on stream, being on Fresh and Fit, girls around you, you're risen them up. Like, I'm, like, getting girls' numbers. Like, they love to see that, especially guys who want to stop simping and stop paying for all this. Seeing yeah. that is empowering. They like to react to it. But You're so right. The girl that you love, it... it that loves you it, it's it's too much work but that that's the nature of the game like that's how Aiden Ross blew up that's just the best content is interactions between men and women that's facts hey by the way welcome to another episode of Off The Record Podcast I am here with my man Sneeko what up back we here chilling the building man just talking back. a bunch of you know everything Sneeko honestly I, I, I like I like his his evolution arc is great because I've always told him I, I respect the intellect I think he's a really well spoken guy and I, I don't think he's at his final form, but I do appreciate the fact that, number one, he's down to engage with people of opposing opinions, but also listen and probably maybe not take everything from what everybody says, but take a little bit in learning and evolving. I think that's how you get to, you know, your eventual final form. Yo, you were just talking about um, just like content and stuff like that. You know, you're, you're absolutely fucking right. If uh, what your fans want to see versus like you know what your girl wants to see, what your girl wants. And so who do you prioritize? Because like at the end of the day, that's your career. That's what you do. So if your job is to make these people happy, are you going to sacrifice that and make worse content in order to make your girl happy? Like then you are you're literally putting your job at the line in order for somebody's feelings. Like so, how much am I going to cater to her emotions? I don't understand that you want to to play for her emotions, but. This is what you need to do, especially when you're getting canceled at this level or you're getting censored off all platforms. You got to like 2023. I got to work three, four times harder than everybody else because I'm on I'm on Rumble. I'm on a, an alternative platform. Everybody has the privilege of these mainstream platforms. So how could I, I I need to go extra hard? And if I have to compromise that for someone's feelings, then it's just not the time. I seen Kai. Um, he basically not Kai, actually Aiden. I had that conversation with Aiden and Aiden said. You know, being in a relationship, it it it, it does kind of hold put you, you in a weird spot, and I hate to say hold you back because you know it does though. Theoretically, a relationship is supposed to be a beautiful thing that adds to your life, but just the nature of how jealousy and all these things are like you can't. It's hard to explain to your girl, hey, I'm gonna pretend spit game to her, and whatever, whatever for the amusement of my audience, because your girl's now looking at it like, hey, you don't respect me if you do. So now that's a viral stream, right? Say you're on a blind date. Your girl's like, well, why would you be on a date? What well, was for content? Now she's like, well, that's disrespectful. It's like a whole cycle of, hey, 
are you trying to disrespect me? And you're like, no, I'm not trying to disrespect you. But you see, like, the maybe the, the few amenities we have. If you want more, like, this is how I get it. This is like a, an entertainment world. And I, I always feel it's interesting when a woman comes into it, especially if you did most of it without one. Because they kind of try to restrain you a little bit. They do. They do. And they should be more respectful of that. But I understand um, flirting with the girl on stream on a blind date. Like, that should be nothing. But sometimes it's like you need to play chess moves with your dick. Like you, you need to fuck a girl just so that she chess has a different, just so dick. that she has a different reaction on the stream and in the, the chat. Like they can see the way you're interacting. They, they kind of know, and you're setting an example for a lot of these people. It makes it more entertaining. Like sometimes you don't even really want to fuck the girl, but you just do it. So the stream is better so that the girl like kind of loves you more and then she's sitting in a certain way. Like it's all part of the entertainment world, but there's no way to explain that to a girl that that's deeply in love with like how am I going to tell this girl like oh it was just that was, that was a chess move that was a yeah it's, it's kind of interesting my dick was the knight like you know she doesn't get it she, she definitely not going to get it but I completely understand what you're saying it's just how do you manage those things when does it get you know we were talking about earlier that, that there's a lot of gray area and is it fascinating to you that even in 2022 or that just passed we're in 2023 now the female male dynamic is still so interesting and it still feels like there is not a one size fits all answer or shoe for everything. Like it's, it's like, it's fascinating to watch cause I feel like it's still evolving and it's just, you're still trying to figure out how do I make myself happy and you happy and we're both happy. Right? Like that, that's, that's pretty much the big question, right? Okay. We have certain urges. You guys have certain urges. How could we have everyone's needs and urges be be actually fulfilled with no one being emotionally feeling like they're settling, they're missing out, or they're just being, you know, taken advantage of or whatever? I think the best way to think of it is, is to step even out of these advice forms for men and for women and thinking about it as male-female dynamics because eventually a relationship is between two people. And if you keep thinking it in terms of binary, like men are logical, women are emotional, and it's supposed to go this way, and if she disrespects you, it's supposed to be that way. And if you think based in terms of these rules, then you're never going to be happy. If you take someone else's blanket advice and apply that to your relationship, it's never going to work because every two, every couple is different. And so it really, I, I think the best relationship works when you stop listening to other people's advice and when you you prioritize like what, what the two people that you're you're the couple that's right in front of you, like you just focus on that. You focus on yourselves because everybody's going to have different, uh, different opinions. I, I like how earlier you said like, um, that I'm willing to listen. Like I, I'm, I'm kind of like the little bro in this space between a lot of people. Like I have a lot of different voices, a lot of different opinions. There's all the guys like fresh and fit academics, destiny, all, all these different people that have conflicting ideas all the time. And I'm, I'm all, I'm very, people have been perceptive of the fact that I'm, I'm pretty impressionable. You know, I, yeah. I, li uh, I listen to Andrew Tatris, all, all these different people. And I, I try to apply their advice in different ways. And I'm learning in real time, like on these podcasts and on these streams. And I think it's interesting to watch, but if you're always taking in other people's advice and you're always listening to a different voice or someone's laughing at, then you're, you're never going to fully be happy. The only way you're going to be happy in a loving relationship is if you listen to yourself and your girl. Yeah, I've given you credit. I think we talked about it last time. Um, you are one of the few people who are, I'll say, thought leaders. I think that's a great way to say. You're one of the people in this thought leader space that 
is willing to admit that you don't have all the answers mm-hmm. and that maybe you're still learning and maybe you have made mistakes. And, you know, I, I don't, I think people usually like that profession mold. Like the profession mold seems, I mean, even Tate to a certain extent, it's kind of like, yo, hey, I'm the top G, I'm the best. It's perfection mode, for sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and, and it's like, yeah, yeah, like a lot, no one wants to be like, hey, listen, you guys could, you know, um, if, if your thought aligns with mine, follow me, but also, I'm not perfect. Like, no one says that. You know what I mean? Like, maybe it's implied, but no one actually says, hey, I'm growing as well and I don't have all the answers. Right? Everyone seems to try. I, I'm wondering, where are you in that arc now? Because, I feel like you you you, did, you went through some shit in 2022. Yeah, that was uh, that was the craziest year of my life. But best or worst? That's the worst. I said oh, best, best or and worst. worst. Um... We got another day of NBA action, and with FanDuel, every night is a watch party. So it's time for your FanDuel crew to make their bets. So, what's the move tonight, gang? You know that new customers who bet five dollars get two hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you win. Woohoo! We're heating up, fam. Bet all the stars with all your friends and make every moment more only on FanDuel. New customers bet $5, get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Make every moment more with FanDuel. It goes down in the field. Twenty-one plus and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. Ten dollars first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable. Bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See full terms at FanDuel.com/sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call one eight hundred Gambler. I think the cancellation was, was tough, and uh, one of the big ones I keep talking about. They started writing articles about me, calling me racist, and I, I thought it was funny. You know, I, I didn't think anyone was going to take that seriously, but a lot of people did. There's a lot of people that um that don't want to associate with the people that you know, that, that really like, and not even woke people that told influencers, stuff like that. Like, yo, don't, don't associate with Sneeko anymore because of articles they're writing about me, calling me racist. And I saw that. I thought it was cool. Like, all right, the, the, the fake news is coming after me. It's like some Trump shit. I'm like, this yeah, is funny. I, I watched your like reaction at first to like some of the shit. And then I remember thinking maybe you had no aspirations of going in certain realms because I knew once those things start happening, they're just silently closing doors. Yeah, it's over. And but but it seems like that affected you so even if it's just personal relationship, like damn, damn, he won't fuck with me because of this. Well, I value authenticity, and I know my intentions are pure and good. So I I just I don't worry about stuff like that because I there's no if I was actually worried of my racist thoughts, then an article like that would really affect me and like make me work. But I I know I no one th- in real life thinks I'm racist. Nobody thinks I'm misogynistic or anything like that. So it doesn't affect me. But you're right. I, I wasn't, I'm not thinking long-term enough because it can't close a lot of doors. But I think the, m- the more people keep getting canceled, the more they keep getting silenced. Like it, it's going to be, everyone is canceled or problematic to some degree. So there's no point in, in shutting these people out of possible as possible, whatever in, in any endeavor as business partners. I think the best moment was, I definitely uh, meeting a lot of my idols. I would say a meeting yeah was what was one of the high it was, mm. was probably the highlight of last year. But yeah, th- this I think uh, part of the reason people like watching my stream is that they can 
instead of me talking down to them or like like lecturing them, my chat is extremely, I don't know if you ever see my chat, but they type in sentences, they're always making jokes, they're roasting me all the time. We go back and forth. It's like I'm, I'm hanging out with my friends and we learn stuff together. We're always like citing different articles, different videos. We're trying to to grow in real time because with all the noise and all the, all the there's so much noise online now and there's so many competing ideas. If, if anyone comes and says like, I know it all, eventually they're going to stray off. So if I approach it like I don't know everything and I'm trying to figure stuff out and I'm just trying to seek truth through funny, which is my motto, then I'm never going to be influenced by anything else but funny. And I think funny is the most truthful place to come from. Do you believe what Andrew Tate, well, we're going to talk about the Akaye thing in a minute, but Andrew Tate, you know, um, he got famously canceled, but he said there was starting to become a crack in the dam. And he was specifically saying that people who are, canceled aren't just necessarily just fucking deleted and erased from like the the face of like the internet um you're one of those people i know it's been tougher since you've been or i'm assuming it's been tougher since you got uh canceled um do you agree with that statement i think 2022 was the year that they're gonna look back at on 2022 in the future and think of that as the year that everything started to really shift and that the the matrix started to break uh i i agree and it's harder to because of how many people they're canceling and, and how short people's attention span are. So if you can get that short form content out there, then you don't disappear. I'm still everywhere on, on people's phones. And that, that was the, was the year I, it, it's going to be extra difficult. And a lot of people are going to be scared. You're going to see a lot of people switch up and try to fit the mainstream narrative and not talk about certain things and not get canceled. But, um, I, I want to be an example for, for the people that watch my stream or, or the youth that they, they can be able to say what they, they really believe and you shouldn't be worried to to stop for anything. You shouldn't you shouldn't be worried about anybody influencing what you really think. Any hope of return to maybe other platforms we I see? don't think I'm coming back. I don't really? think I don't think I'm ever gonna get me back. YouTube maybe like if Elon Musk buys it, or maybe if Elon Musk buys Twitch, but I think you could. I don't think so. I mean how? So I think you could, but you would have to do steps. I don't know if you're down to do the steps. Apologize? Um, that might be part of it, but but like these are huge companies, right? Like for you, it's almost like you almost like have to lobby these companies. Like you, you, I feel if you had like a team behind you, and it would have to be something like you're trying to ramp up on some really, I won't say necessarily political, but like if you had a huge team and like if you had an agency behind you, I think they could kind of yeah. I, I tried that too after I got I tried to get the MCN. You were telling mm-hmm. me about that, right? Yeah. The MCN. Nobody want to work with me. You're lying. I'm not. I, they're like, you don't fit our the image of our brand. Blah blah blah. We're family friendly. We support gamers, and we don't like what you talk about. Yada yada yada. No, you got rejected by all. Really? Of them. I got rejected by every single one. You regret doing or saying anything that probably led to this point. Be honest, because no. like I feel like it's it's a it's a lonely path. That you have to fucking really shut. lonely. Like I'll tell you after the podcast, the type of I'm like you really like some of my like people that I consider friends. They have people that work for businesses that like, and and then they told them don't be friends with Sneeko. And I'm like, I can't even be friends with you. Like let alone publicly associate. But you, I can't even be around. Just my presence there is gonna hurt the image of the brand. I don't regret anything. I I, I believe I believe in. And seeking truth through funny, that, that we should be able to express ourselves. I believe in discourse. I believe in being wrong and being right. Not everything you say represents what you believe fully. You're able to adapt and grow. I, 
I, I believe in that, that. That's what humans do. That, that's the whole point of conversation. The whole point of this is that we can learn and take in different information. I don't. I don't regret anything I said, but of course it. It's going to be a, a lonelier path, but uh, just got to just got to triple down this year. Mm. Meeting Kanye, I, I was very surprised when I seen Kanye is one of those anything can happen people. But when I saw the fact that you, Nick Fuentes, were with Ye, I was like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> and mostly because <clears throat> I thought it was an interesting pair because obviously we've seen Kanye, Kanye embraces the youth. He's one of those people who might be a little bit older, but he's always embraced the youth. Like, you know, um, what's my man, Ian Connor. Like, you know, he's he's always said, hey, when it comes to fashion, this guy even knows more than me. Like, he's put on a lot of people. Yeah, he told me that You know too. what I mean? And um, th- that's, like, so interesting because when I saw him with you guys, I'm like, <clears throat> where's the synergy? Where is that synergy? And, like, why do you think you were even around Kanye? I think it was... He was tapping into the youth in the same way he, like in 2018, you know how he's making music with Lil Pump and he did songs with 6 9 and he's trying to tap into the new wave. And so guys like me and Fuentes, it's like, yeah, he's going down this, I'm canceled, I'm saying the thing that goes against the agenda path. Let me get some of the youth streamer, the young streamers who are doing that, bring them into my space and see how they are, see, see where they're at thought-wise and how we can, we can brainstorm and work together what we can come up with. I think I think it was the way he approaches um, organizing his teams for for everything for what he talks about is the same way he like he makes an album and he he said something like in one of the first brainstorming sessions he was like coming up with the policies and and trying to like the first brainstorming session for for the campaign and he's like you could be my Drake and you could be my Kendrick and he was talking about how like Drake wrote thirty hours and. And how like we can come up with these certain ideas. He he wanted to run it, or he wants to run it like, uh, like he made my beautiful dark Twisted fantasy. You know, he we went out to Hawaii with like a hundred different rappers, different producers. But Ye is the director of it. Like he he's the guy who's delegating people in certain positions, which I, which I think is is uh, the really a really smart way to to run a campaign because not everybody knows everything, and and there's like there could be the Ian Connor of the White House. There could be the Ian Connor of the Senate, you know, that you have to delegate certain roles because I mean, yeah, he comes from a, he's an artist. He's not a, he's not a politician. So that, that's the best way to do it. When I saw him, um, <clears throat> when I saw you guys with him though, I said this, uh, by the way, he said a lot of inflammatory things, right? He got, he said canceled. some stuff about you. Right? What, what did he say about you again? Oh, yeah, no, he said that I was a part of the controlled like media. He said they, he says, academics can't say what he want. They, like, and he mentioned they, and I was like, who's they for me? Like, you know, we should talk about this first okay. because I know you're, you're kind of quasi on this type of belief as well. When people say they, the Matrix, and other things like that, who do you identify to be these people? So, yeah, obviously he's talking about it. He, he considers most of them to be Jewish. <clears throat> okay. I don't think so. I, I think it's the people with the most amount of money. And if you look at comparatively, Jews make up 3% of the population, but there's so many of them in, position, in positions of power. They uh, overrepresent the most, the richest people. They do. Okay. Comparatively to the population. But I don't think it's like some control. I don't think the Illuminati is well, the well, Jews. Well, no. well, nobody ever discounted or, or said that wasn't true, right? I think that there might be some, some facts on it that that's actually an accurate representation of 
you know, the people who seem to own some of these companies that are huge in media. But what it's when you say say Jewish agenda. No, like, I don't like, think so. <laughs> like like the Jews are saying, yo, listen, let's just get like our top Jews to make this happen. Like, of course, now it becomes like Hey, if you don't like what they did, you're going to go to war against the entire, you know, uh, religion or I don't even know, creed of people. Well, you did talk about on uh, Andrew Schultz show, you saying that you don't you don't even ever want to talk about the After you saw what happened to Ye, you're like, I'm not going to talk about this. Yeah. I no, don't no, want to get I, I, I still stand on that. Like, I, I, I don't, don't like speaking about it. I don't like speaking about Jewish people and, you know, some of the Jewish people's like, you know, roles in media, this and third, because it's not all Jews. Um, but it's the reason hmm? it's not you're right. But the reason why I don't like talking about it because I'm a little bit ignorant, and I've seen how swiftly they have scolded people, even though those people weren't asking questions. The swiftness on how they've scolded people for saying certain things, I don't even want to misspeak. Mm-hmm. So usually, I use these public platforms not only to educate but to also help educate me. But if I sat here and asked the questions I really wanted to ask, maybe it wouldn't just come across like I'm ignorant. It might come across that they're saying he's anti-Semitic, which I'm not. I'm, I would be a generous, genuinely a curious guy. But we are at the time and place where cancellation culture, they're at their last stand. And they could weaponize anything you say, ask, do shit. Maybe they get to the point like he thinks this way. Yeah, you asking a question, you're right. My first conversation with Nick Fuentes, I met him on a live stream. Uh, they were just, my chat was telling me to go talk to him. I, I, and I just asked him, like, what do you think about the Jews? And then Destiny, I think, actually made that like a headline. And then that was the reason that the leftists, they got me banned from Twitter. Uh, the ADL was like, tw- because the headline, Sneeko asked, what do you think about the Jews? That's just, a, I was just genuinely curious. I was going down this conspiracy theory rabbit hole. And if you look down every single path, Flat Earth, uh, you look at, just the, the end of everything. They always talk about, it's always, Jew- I'm like, what, what is, what's the coincidence? So I just asked it like, what do you, I'm just, cause I'm genuinely curious. It's not cause I'm anti-Semitic. I'm actually part Jewish. And then that asking, you're right. Asking that question, they call me anti-Semitic. And also it's like one of those things where I don't even know, like it, it's, 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 we're such in a great, we're in this weird period of time where even you saying that, right. I don't even know if saying the Jews is, is the Jews like, anti-Semitic in itself. Like, it's kind of people like no, saying, the blacks. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's like, imagine a white person saying, I don't know if I say the blacks, does that mean I'm racist? Or that means, like, I'm just generally just trying to say black well, people. Well, they even specify the difference because there's the Jewish faith, which people can convert to, but then there's the Jews, and you have to be ethnically a Jew. And so even if, even if like, me or you convert to Judaism, really? we're not a Jew, we're Jewish. We're Jewish. But a Jew is the like your mother is a Jew. You have you have come from the Israelites. Like you're part of the see, it's an ethnicity. That, see, and by the way, I've gone even too far into talking this because that's the question which I've wanted to ask. Too pussy to ask. Like, <laughs> no, like seriously, just to be like, hey, well, I know that you know Judaism, you know, which is the religion of I believe the Jewish people. Well, if it's a religion. I believe there should be a way to convert to said religion. So I know that I have, you know, been been in, in the Christian faith. If I wanted to convert to Judaism, am I now a Jew? And then can I then proclaim publicly that I'm a Jew? Just like, 
like, I, is, is that is that fair game or is that like, nah, nigga, you're fine. done, you're done, yo, you're done. Like, yo, don't. Why well, you, you talking about? Like, yo, you're don't not- you ever say that. You're never part of this. Get out of here. Like, I don't know what it is. I'm like, yo, and it's one of those things where I'm having the conversation to really enlighten and 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 trying to educate myself not to offend. And it's like I'm I don't even know enough to really even have any type of hatred, but I just want to ask questions. But but they have I could say I'm good. I'm even good off questions. Like whatever, I'll just not talk about. Who it. does Ye think that you're controlled by? I, I was confused by that. I never brought that up. That's so interesting. I don't know because Charlemagne, I understand. So Charlemagne works for um, Charlemagne works for. And by the way, when I was talking to people. People kept saying Spotify, and I'm like. How does Spotify control me? Barely. Yeah. Like, like, come on. Like, we, we, we our, our last podcast. Like, I think I looked at it because I do all edits on myself. I looked at it. and I was like, Am I gonna edit any of this? I'm like, Nah, it's not that well. All right, let's go. <laughs> like, that's it. You know what I mean? It's, nah, let's go. You know what I mean? Like, the only thing Spotify has ever done, and this is because of the Joe Rogan thing, because they start losing some. You know, people start trying to get their sh- their their share price, bro. Like, that, that's business. So they start putting a sticker, like if people mention, you know, the, the little sniff sniff stuff. But like other than that, so they they'll just put a sticker. So if you mention it, I think they just automatically know. Like when they code the the, the, the file to put up, they'll put like a little information piece there. But they never tell me like I thought I thought Spotify was gonna be a little bit when I say I'm I'm interviewing Candace Owens. And um They recorded. Yeah, they were like, Yo, listen, we believe in you as a creator and we don't believe you you would you would put out content that would be be anything that could hurt people or cause imminent harm or be a call to action to do anything whatever and obviously if it was something like that they would step in right like if i'm like yo let's let's meet up here with their like they're like all right come on chill you get what i mean but ideologies that maybe are unpopular or whatever they're like nah hash it out you know what i mean like shit if anything they and this is what i do love about them they respect the fact say i have you on right like you could have whatever opinion you have about whatever they know i'm gonna give it a great enough retort or at least challenge to make it where i'm not just letting you just say do this do this do this you know what i mean like it's a fucking speech and i think that's all they care about who do you think uh charlamagne is controlled by because like once that started coming out that he, he was calling out people members of the media i saw this old clip where charlamagne was talking about the jews from like 2012 and it went completely against what he's talking okay. about now all right no so so that's your man's, right? Uh, you know, that's my man's. But it doesn't go, doesn't go completely against it. He was just saying, he was talking about pretty much how you can't say anything about the Jews, mm-hmm. right? Now, here's the point. I think what um, Kanye's talking about when he says control, and especially with Charlemagne, I don't think he thinks, and I'm hoping he doesn't think that someone's like whispering in Charlemagne's ear like, yo, go do this, or else you're fired. I think he knows that Charlemagne is a big company guy. He's he has many different contracts with Viacom, one of the biggest conglomerates, especially in TV. Who owns right? Viacom? Um, I mean, I don't know the, the individual people who are on the shareholders. Look, look at this guy googling. I just want to see. No, but but these are big entities, right? And then obviously with iHeartMedia. Now here's the thing: even bigger than because the people who and this is where Kanye gives himself too much credit. The people who's at the top of Viacom. Not saying they don't know Charlemagne, but I remember one day when I was at Complex, I met the people on the that were on the board for Verizon. So Complex was a Complex is a is a company owned half by Verizon, half by Verizon Hearst, Hearst Media. They own Complex, right? 
we go to Complex Con. I meet one of the people who's on the board. Would I tell you they didn't know me? That's why I'm like, I'm, I get it as Kanye, but I don't think the guy, like say the guy or the woman or the family that owns like Viacom is saying, yo, Charlemagne, yo, you got to go against Kanye. Bro, they don't give a fuck like that. You know what I mean? Like in a grand scheme of things. I don't think things, that's his point though, but he, like Charlemagne knows he can't talk about certain subjects because of who controls the company. Okay. And I just looked up who owns Viacom. It's like, it's who you think okay, okay. owns Viacom. All right. All right. So, no, no. So, so right. I do believe that's what, okay. So that's what I'm saying. So. We're getting out of the idea that he's being told to say something. Facts. That's not happening. The second thing is, is it in his interest, right, to not say things? Or is it in his interest to not maybe have opinions that might be aligned with Ye because he works with these big brands? Of course. Like, why would you want to piss off an entire, like, you piss off the LGBT community, you're out of the job. I'm sorry. You Like, if you work for any of these big com- companies, piss off the LGBTQ um, QIA plus community, you're out of a job. You piss off the the Jewish people, you're out of a job. Shit, you piss off black women, you might be out of a job. I think Charmaine has toned it down a bit because I think he saw the bigger he got, there was a bigger target on his back. And for how edgy he used to be before, if you're going to exist in corporate America, and that's the only thing I think Kanye can mean. Corporate America, you can't say this shit. You got to either be a hobo in a corner or just an independent businessman who don't give a fuck about having a bank account in JP, uh, JP Morgan. Yeah, Kyrie and Ye have basically been saying everything that the dudes on 125th and Harlem <laughs> have been saying for like yeah. 20 years, talking about we're the real Jews, we're the real Israelites. You can't be a real businessman. But And I think that that's what, what he's talking about. But I'm glad he said all that because 2023, it's like people are going to start to seek out voices that aren't influenced by anybody. And I, no. I wouldn't label you as, as somebody. I don't see you as somebody who's controlled. No, but Sneeko, Sneeko, Sneeko. And this is where I wanted to call the cap. And this is what this is the real okay. The real podcast starts here. Oh yeah. I, I, you know, and this is this conversation has been happening. Okay. People start looking at you, and you get you're gonna get blamed because just like how they blame Candace Owens to say, hey, you're taking advantage of Yay while. He might be a little bit going through an episode. They've been saying he's going through an episode for like 10 years, though. Ever since. Okay. However. Since 2007. Okay, cool. Whatever. The reason why people are going to blame you and other people who have even been around him is that. It's not that maybe you agree with some of what he's saying. It's like you almost blanketly agree with everything he's saying. No, I don't. And and, and as soon as you hear like the Hitler comments, kind of crazy, brother. Like that—that's him kind of pushing the limits, and Which is even good. When I see, it's good to push the limits of conversation. No, it's not good to push the limits when you're you you are literally pulling off a bandaid of like thousands of years of uh, of of just hate and and hurt that people are still mourning their loved ones that got affected in a situation that you know you weren't a part of. Do you think that black people deserve reparations? Um. Yeah. 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 Do you think that that would be good for the black community? What, what what would happen if the black community now all got everybody got ten bands? What what would they spend the money on? Balenciaga go up, right? <laughs> Jordans, <laughs> chains, <laughs> grills. Hold on, hold on. Wait, wait, no, no. But you're moving the goalposts. See, no, no, no. I'm not moving the goalposts. I'm making no, an analogy. Okay. I'm making an analogy. Black people on Twitter stuff like that. They always demand that we need reparations. We're victims. We're victims. And you understand? Do you do you walk around? I'm I'm making a bigger analogy. Do you walk around thinking like I'm a victim because I'm a black man in America? 
I don't. No. Personally, I don't. That's why you are successful. A lot of black people... Well, you're mentioning right now is called the bootstraps theory. By the way, there's a huge debate and divide among black people, what they call FBAs, fundamental uh, fundamental, um, black Americans versus people who emigrate here. There's a different in philosophy and thinking. Because you're Jamaican because you're not like... But you still come from a place of slavery. Jamaica is still a slave nation. It doesn't doesn't make that much of a difference. No, but it does. I always tell people like when you grow up and the people around you all look like you, you think different. You don't have an inferiority complex. Okay, well, Ye doesn't have that. Ye also doesn't think of myself like, I'm an oppressed black man in America. He was, before the cancellation, the richest black man in American history. So my point is, if you walk around thinking I'm a victim, and same thing, I'm Blasian. If I walked around thinking like I'm a victim of racism, racism I'm a, a POC color, I don't have white supremacy, you know what's going to happen? I am not going to succeed. They use racism, they use that ideology so people feel good That's about being failures. Non-sequitur. This is non-sequitur. It's, it's not. So that doesn't the, go... The same thing, the same thing uh, with Jewish people. That's why it was good to finally break that down because if Jewish people always walk around thinking, I'm the victim, I'm the victim, then there's a whole conversation that we're not able to touch because we don't want to hurt somebody's feelings. It's, I don't think they do. I don't think they walk around saying they're the victim. I think they're saying that certain things are sacred to them and certain things that have happened in their past. One thing they've done very well that you know I wish African-Americans and black people could do as a whole is just that they are non-tolerant of people disrespecting their past or even doing anything that would mirror one of the things that happened that led to get to that point. They are not, they tolerate it. Not at all. The thing with black people, like you could disrespect them today and you'd be like, yo, stimulus check coming tomorrow. It's like, yo, forgiven. It's cool. Mm -hmm. And most of it's not, it's not really just because we are tolerant of everything, even though I do think black people are a very, a bunch of tolerant people. I think it's a lack of, having actual power. I've always said this. I'm Jamaican, right? If I owned all the, like, um, beef patty and oxtail shops in the world, right? And you said, like, yo, man, fuck Jamaica. I'm probably going to ban you from my fucking store. Like, dog, you're, you're, you're dissing what the very essence of my culture is, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm going to ban you. That's essentially what's happening when you're saying anti-Semitic shit and we're seeing... You're getting kicked out of banks and stuff like that. Well, okay, like, you're not proving anything if you're saying, hey, they're punishing me is proof of what I'm saying. Yeah, but that's not the way, even if that's what you think, that's not a way to go about it. You're just cutting off your nose to spite your face. There's a difference between controlling people's oxtail and controlling people's minds. If you yeah. if you allow my people- guy, it's a you just made you just made an analogy. I'm making an analogy, but you get what I'm saying. No, but it, I'm, yeah, right, hold on. I'm saying that if I am okay, let's make it a bigger thing. If I ran, if I was the owner that controlled all black businesses in the world, I get it. I would ban you for for if I thought you were racist, I would ban you from all black businesses. But the difference is, we know black people run oxtail. And that we know we are allowed to talk about black businesses, and we know what they are, like hair businesses, okay. basketball. But yeah, a lot we, of them have a lot of them heavily. Inf- uh, um, well, basketball is actually owned by different people. But my and point a lot is, of the hair stuff is is infiltrated by a lot of Asians. Just let me be honest. Okay, but we know what the black businesses are, mm-hmm. right? If you say that Hollywood is a Jewish business. You get in trouble. You can't say that. If you say that the banks are controlled by the Jews, you can't say that. So you can't even talk about who owns them. It's like this boogeyman theory. Like, oh, not a, they don't actually control everything. But that, that, you have a point here. I, I concede a bit. You have a point there. But I would say, um, again, I can't be mad 
at a group of people who are standing on all 10 saying, yo, if y'all mention us, mm-hmm. y'all gonna mention us in a way where it don't look like y'all want no type of smoke with us. That's what I agree with. And with I don't got a problem with that. See, I, I understand why you think the Hitler stuff is crazy, but that's where I completely agree. Other minority groups should emulate. Hitler lost. He died. Killed himself, I think, like a coward. But nobody, only Hitler could kill him. Only Hitler could kill Hitler. That's a W. No, he was no. Nobody took no. out Hitler, but Hitler. No, Hitler, Hitler, Hitler went out like a coward after all his people died for his beliefs. It, you can't think that's the the quintessential like you know mantra of a leader. Like the the uh, in in if you look in the history of time, most leaders never died honorable. They basically use ideology. They use a lot of like you know uh, um um oh, what's the name of that word? Fuck, I can't think of it. But 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 uh, a lot of programming to control people. And they send people off to war. They get people in a mindset of hate. And when it comes to their door, they fold. They fucking fold. They kneel on the sword, or they kill themselves because they don't want to uh, be held to the consequences. Right, but you wouldn't. If the Russians did get him, they would have hung his body in the middle of the square. They would have chopped his head off and like held it up in a crowd. All the communists, they would have been celebrating it. He don't want. He, he had a. a Clean image. There's not one bad picture of the so, Nazis and uh, Hitler. They're always uh, aesthetic. Awesome, awesome. Okay, okay. So, but but what about what about the soldiers? They all got killed. Yeah, but Hitler was the. They were dying by fire. That was the Führer. That Hold was on. the the top the yeah, top G. They were dying. That was the top of, end. A lot of them were were dying by by um firing squads. Like they weren't. Yeah, having, I know. <clears throat> they weren't having honorable ways to die. Yeah, the soldiers. You can't the respect the coward. <clears throat> Okay, I, I don't respect Hitler. Out. That wasn't the point. The point, what was the... Um, the point was that I think you guys have that co-signed... We should emulate, the, my point is, what I agree with Ye about is that other minority groups should emulate the strength that Jews have. No, I admire that. Right, being able to hold okay, together. Great. Okay, cool. That's a great point. You gotta, you gotta denounce him. That Hitler stuff he said, tweaking. What? Well, well, denounce what? Hitler was a great man. Hitler created highways. Factually incorrect. He didn't, he didn't create highways, no. He created microphones for talking on. No, factually incorrect. That was a black dude, right? Who made uh, the microphone? It's, I, it's, know. I know it's definitely. First of all, and I think he was trying to give like credit for like, oh, under his regime, you know, they did have some good Nazis, scientists. They, they, I mean, the technological advancements during the Nazi regime is unmatched. okay. Okay, I, I hear what you're saying, but he's giving credit to Hitler for all those things, which Again, is not true. Yeah. Number one, when we think about Hitler, we think about ideology, uh, ideology, and a lot of hatred. We're not thinking about, oh, this guy, like, you know, like, he's not like Nikolai Tesla. You get what I mean? Like, that's that's not him. Like, you know, mm-hmm. th- this guy is a guy who basically used, I meant to say propaganda before, propaganda to basically say, hey, those are the people in the society that we don't like, that's fucking it up for all of us, and for us to keep, you know, um, going up, we need to get rid of them. And that's his legacy. I don't see how you could clean that legacy later, and that's why I would ask you, which part of anything he said about Hitler do you think isn't denounceable? <laughs> In terms of greatness, the drip, Nazis had drip. No, come on. No, no, no we got to be serious. Nazis had drip. Act. No, no, we got to be serious. Though. All the pictures they took, the you marching. See, you see, this is what he gets to this Hitler, Hitler never, this all the speeches, all tons, all tons. It's just like very emotive. You're like, yeah, or where are we doing, Hitler? Where are we going, Adolf? Like, nah, we out. <laughs> yeah, all tons, all tons. I'm like, yeah, Yo, okay. What was, that, what was that movie that they made after Hitler? It was like Mad Long. Remember that movie? There was a movie they made. Y'all remember the movie? And they used to use it for mad memes. Where, where, where like he's cussing out the troops type shit. Oh, I know the, I know the movie. But I you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro, as I said, 
yo, we have to just kind of realize, and this isn't about just Hitler, Kanye is a little tweaked out. It's one thing about speaking truth to power. It's one thing about saying things that you believe other people are scared to say that maybe you have a little bit of, like, okay, well, you made a good point. Like, well, why can you say, oh, these entities or these, like, avenues are, like, black businesses or black people kind of own these type of things, but if you say it about another group, it's wrong. But I look at you, Nick Fuentes, shit, even Milo, even though Milo got off the campaign, People that have been around him, you guys are only enabling him if you don't call him on the bullshit. And even with us no, talking about the first thing Ye said to me, me, the first thing Ye said to me was, "You ask good questions," and I like the back and forth we have. And then we would go back and forth, and he would say like, uh, he, he was complimenting like, "I like the fact that Sneeko's not a yes man," because I, w- I would challenge, I would try to push him and have that, to have that no, type he of conversation. Bro, Kanye he, loves yes, man. That was all, I mean, well, I'm, I'm saying that those are all, like, direct things, like, some of the first stuff he said to me. So I, I don't want it to be an echo chamber. What I do agree with, and I, I don't agree with, like, no, I, I don't think Hitler was a good person. I absolutely don't think that. But what I do agree with is the fact that the only solution for a Western civilization to survive right now with how degenerates becoming is Christian nationalism, is, is some form of Christianity coming, maybe not national, but we need God back. In America, it's falling apart. The the LGBT, the woke movement is is infiltrating everybody. Everybody's becoming brainwashed. Social media is infecting the minds of a lot of people. We need to have some sort of God back. And and I understand why he's saying a lot of stuff he's saying because if if you go back to the Christian imperative for years and years, they said that the 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 Jews killed Jesus. So this is like thousands and thousands of year old beef. I don't. I don't know who killed Jesus. I, I don't, I, I'm still reading the Bible right now, but I, I respect what he's saying because it, everything in the West is, is, is going to shit without God. Okay. Um, I do agree with a lot of stuff about, you know, I think there should be, you know, we're at a very interesting point in history where wokeness, again, people have, haven't really admitted it. I kind of the new religion. Well, woke goes against a lot of religion. That's what I'm saying, and, right? and that's the that's the new thing. You see what However, the West does at the World Cup. They're bringing giant gay pride flags. There's no Christ flag. Like people think that Christ is bad. And people, and and that's the interesting piece of it. By the way, I you know, um, and we're probably gonna bounce between between um, Tate and also um, Gay a little bit. I thought when Tate did the conversion of Muslim or conversion Islam. to Islam, right? Which does that make him a Muslim or no? Yeah. Okay. Good. All right. So. His conversion to Islam would actually help whatever he was saying because a lot of what he's saying actually is in most biblical scriptures. He sounds like any Egyptian dad. Right? However, one thing about wokeness, they will get at you for spewing out personal beliefs, but I've never seen them going going at it with, hey, the Quran is wrong. Hey, the Bible is wrong. The Bible says, you know, these, there's like, you know, I'm from Jamaica where historically they say it's, it's had a homophobic, you know, you know, background. But any pastor will quote you like four four Bible verses that immediately say. Justify it. No, no. Well, not justify but, but it's, well, in a sense, you're right. Uh, we'll basically say that homosexuality is wrong. It's forbidden. God looks down on it. And they'll quote it to you in a second. It's like Leviticus. I can't remember the, the, the actual scripture. And, and it's like. When you read that um, and you listen to now the conversations that's happening, can you be religious if you're woke? No. So now, like, or, or, or do you have to be weaker in faith but stronger in your – like, how does how do you balance? They're brainwashing the minds of everybody in the West. They, they believe in woke. 
That is their religion. I, I came back, I was in New York, and I was in Grand Central, and I see somebody has a jean jacket. This is right after coming back from Easy Studio in L.A. So this, this gay guy, presumably, is wearing this jean jacket, and he has a swastika on it, and it's crossed out. But then also right underneath it, there's the, a cross, the Jesus cross. It's also crossed out. So it's cool to disrespect Christianity. Islam, if you disrespect it, like imagine if you had a, a picture of Muhammad with the cross over it. Like you, you're not making a home. They're going to they're, they're gonna get you. But you can openly disrespect Christianity in the West, and it's celebrated. Look, you were at Halloween. How long ago was that? How many people dress up as nuns, bloody nuns, you know, slutty nuns? They have like the nun hat, and they got their titties out. Or how many people dress up as Jesus with the, or dress up as the Pope? It's, it's fun to disrespect. Even the, the Pope started encouraging homosexuality, saying that it's okay. There's some churches in L.A. that allow abortion, like we're a, a pro-choice church. They're, not, they're losing the essence of what the Bible is about in the West. And so they're not yet ready, and I think that was a, a big chess move for him. Uh, to, because I, I think Andrew believes in God, but he understands that all the, the scriptures are just different versions of the same ideas. I think he picked Islam because you're not allowed to disrespect it. And so you, you want to hold on those traditional beliefs because the woke people can't attack that. Yeah, it's interesting. I think inevitably um, the conversation is going to be had, but the thing is uh, Christianity, I don't think there's, it's not that militant in, in the, in the uh, West. So At all. Basically, you could kind of argue, like, really, it's going to be woke versus religion. Mm-hmm. Everybody else is just like, you're just placeholders, right? Because if you're saying something that's said in the Bible, right, who should they be getting at if the Bible is influencing more people than you can? Right? They should be getting at, hey, listen, this Bible is just not the The thing. Bible's wrong. Well, the Bible's a, lot wrong. Of, a lot of people in the West say that. But they, they don't say anything about the Quran. But they say that the Bible is outdated. They need to change it. They need to be able to update it for, for homosexuality, for abortion. I don't. I don't hear that as loud as like because you know what comes with that. Well, you should also attack the Catholic Church. You're going to attack the Catholic Church and some some of the stuff they're preaching. It's it's usually like yeah on surface level like yeah yeah it's, it's outdated, but it's like there's religion that that's there's a lot of religion and entities that that book and 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 those teachings are literally still the blueprint for if if you are woke and you feel like these things are wrong. Attacking Andrew Tate, that's one guy. Go get at the Pope. Mm-hmm. Right? Why don't you get at the Pope? Because he's not a, a public figure like that. He's not. The Pope? He's, he, well, he's popular- not He's not on like on podcasts on that level. He's not on TikTok. He's, but, but, but he's the he's the most symbolic figure of an entire religion. But he he's he sold out. the The Pope is not. The Pope started saying like homosexuality is okay. He he's not yeah. sticking to the core beliefs. Like they don't. He he caved in to cancel culture. Now you know what it is. It, it, after like the ninetieth priest got caught fucking a, a, a little kid, they were like, "Shit, man." Yeah, yeah, we gotta just. That's the next step for the woke people. You know what they're gonna start doing in Scotland? They started changing the definition of pedophilia to minor attracted person. What? The LGBTQIA. I'm telling you, 2023, they're gonna try to normalize pedophilia. They're gonna yeah. say that it's a it's a sexual. Deviance, or it's gonna say it, it's. Is it uh, gonna do it? Oh, it's a mental health. It's disease. an orient. They're gonna say it's an orient. Like it's um, it's just no. They're gonna normalize it. No, they're gonna say it's um a sexuality. They're minor attracted people. That's their sexuality. No, I I, I listen. The LGBT. They just did that in Scotland. Did, did you didn't see that? Yeah, I know what's going on. In let, me, let me read that. What are you saying? Only thing I know the niggas from Scotland and they be wearing little funky ass uniforms and dancing. Yeah. Hey, I, do you believe the Matrix uh, attacked Andrew Tate? 
100%. Okay, we're going to have a real conversation here, Sneeko. Let's do it. Not the bullshit. Do we believe? Okay. I'm going to tell you what I believe. I don't believe there's an agenda that's trying to get them. The woke agenda. No. I don't believe that. that's it. Okay. I think it's going to be looked at as that because wokeness needs to claim and seem powerful. Right? But if you've never committed a crime, and I know Tate, because I've listened to him so much, he's going to be like, to the people who are stuck in the matrix, they're going to be like, no, you follow the rules, you pay your bills, you can't get locked up. But theoretically, what I believe is happening with him is that before he got famous in the capacity he did, there were maybe some gray areas in his business or his life. In what really happens, and we see a lot with rappers, when you get popular, this Bobby Schmurter was, was popular as a rapper, but he was rapping about selling crack in the fourth grade. You know what he got arrested for? Crimes that he did before he got famous. Being famous doesn't absolve you from your past. You know what I mean? If anything, it puts a bigger microscope on it. Hey, anybody been investigating this guy? No, oh, well, we had this open investigation for from whatever, whatever. Might even spur it back up. That's not an agenda. You don't think they pick and choose who they want to investigate? Why is Sam Bankman freed freed? And stole billions of dollars I'm, and he's walking I'm, free for Christmas. I'm glad you said that. So they do. And I agree with Andrew with that. They definitely do. What I do believe, though, is that, and it was it's interesting when I hear him talk about the war room, because at his level, the only war room that could help him is not the motherfuckers who could get him passports for another country. The only war room that could help Andrew Tate and the influence he has now needs to be you're in a group chat with the president of Romania. Like, if he's not affecting politics like that, all the millions you're making, fuck the Bugatti. Take that $5 million and go donate it to... To, to influence an election You got the motherfuckers by the balls You get to realize the higher you get You gotta you gotta play the politicians Like pieces on a chessboard You get what I mean And if you look at like in the United States Most of these motherfuckers who Whether they're in politics or not They avoid prosecution Because like for example Say Trump right Trump elected a bunch of um You know um, Supreme Court justices um, he's helped a lot of people get into power. They're probably going to look at him a little favorable, even though, you know, the FBI seems to be heavily Democratic influenced. They want to get him locked up. But the, but the other entities that need to cooperate, they're looking at him like, yo, we're kind of in cahoots. And I guess that's what I'm trying to say. Tate, for as much money as he has and the much influence he has, maybe he just didn't tap in with the people you need to tap in with. You don't need niggas to make you passports at that time. You know what you need? You need a motherfucker who could basically, like, declare where the fuck you live at. Some sovereign shit that can't nobody can fuck with you. That's the level you need to be tapping into. Because otherwise... It was almost at that level. His house is registered as a shooting range. It was pretty It was pretty untouchable. I think that uh, he no, no, underestimated but, but, hold on, how much but, power. But here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. He's not getting hauled out. He's not getting hauled out of his house like they did him. If he's tapped in with the government, you got it. That's the thing. You can't. The only way you can't beat the matrix by uh, unless you're dealing on a governmental level, bro. You can't defeat the matrix. Like, again, for everything he said about the matrix, he was describing mostly what happens in the United States. The United States could do a lot. They could come get you anywhere if you did something here. He said Romania was a safe haven. What's happening in Romania? They're treating him like they would treat somebody here. Well, you know who the accuser was? 
Like, he thought he was in the safe haven in a God-fearing place like Romania. You know where that girl was from? American. American girl. Okay. I'm glad you said that. So, let's keep getting into it a little bit. When did this happen? April. No, didn't happen April. He got um, he got raided in April. There was a call that happened around April. But if you read what, what the, it's not an indictment, so it's weird to look at. Um, and also, this is another thing that I was realizing. I'm like, yeah, Romania sounds cool when Tate was saying, saying it was cool until everybody is very confused about the laws. Like, for example, in Jamaica, right? If you're, quote, unquote, a person of interest, they could come lock you up for 30 days. You just sit there. You can't do nothing. In America, your lawyer's fucking kicking and screaming. You're out of there. Like, they can't do that in America. You know what I mean? So as bad as America is, you're not sitting in jail for 30 days while they investigate you, run through all your shit. Like, you can't do nothing. Yeah, that was a mistake. They should have stayed in Dubai. Dubai seems like it's a safe haven for all of that. And But that's, see, it's going back to my point. This whole escape the matrix thing is like, it's not real. You can't. Even Dubai will get you the fuck one out of there too. Let's be honest. You don't think so. There's some places like El Salvador where the politicians aren't all corrupt. I, I think that there, there's possibilities that there could be safe havens. But at the end of the day, at a certain level of influence, they are going to get you. No matter if, hey. if you're waking enough people up that they did it to Julian Assange. And I, I think it's, it's, it's pretty – got to be more open. Of course that they would want to get Andrew Tate. Of course they would. He just, he's influencing the age of people that they want to keep controlled. He's, he's saying everything against – uh, big, what Big Pharma wants you to do to sell pills. He's talking against against uh, the sniff sniff. He, every single agenda that they use to keep people entrapped and keep them poor, he was waking people up about, of course they want to get him. He's just fucking up the money for too many rich people. Mm, yeah, no, I agree. I agree with that, but I don't think this is the reason why this happens. I think it, it might be a reason why they look into... Okay, I'll meet you in the middle with this. Yes, that's the reason why they'd have an incentive to go get him. But I do believe this is the only thing they had on him. And they've been looking into this. And this is some prior shit to before he started becoming really popular for speaking. And he's speaking up too much right now. Climate change is the next pandemic. So this is what And they're, they're going to try to use that one. Like, say there was a crime committed. Or let's say there was, who knows if he's involved or whatever. They're going to keep using this and it's going to keep coming up. Remember, this is the same thing that came up twice. Unless they could catch him on some taxes shit, this is going to happen. I, I think they're too smart to get caught on some taxes. They, they have too many people in place. This is what they're going to use to keep harassing them. They probably wanted to keep him in jail for as long as possible. They don't have any actual evidence. So the 30-day thing is just like, oh, you're rich, so we need to go keep you for 30 days. They're just applying pressure right now. I read a little bit more about what they said happened. They said apparently there was a policewoman involved. And they yeah. said the policewoman used to work for the force but then basically stopped working for the force and basically became like the house bomb, in a sense, for the women. And um, it's interesting because I don't think it's just, I think that one American woman allowed them to apply pressure, but everybody else, um, there's like other women in there, and I don't know. That was just the girls that were working for the OnlyFans studio, the cam girls. They're trying to say that it was the lover boy method. Basically, they're trying to criminalize the pimping mentality, making girls fall in love with you and then you take all the money while they sell their bodies, right? And old school pimping, they were actually selling box on the street. OnlyFans nowadays, there's, a lot of guys try to do it, they can't do it. 
but they're just they're online. They make a lot of money. They're able to stay in a house in a nice place. They're all in love with Tristan and Andrew. They all give them all the money, and they're they're basically pimping them, which is not illegal. There's nothing. They, That's they, definitely illegal. What's illegal about that? They're there willingly. They're trying to say that they were manipulated because no, no, they no, fell no. in love. There's nothing illegal about listen, making girls fall in love with pimping, you. First of all, in, in America, in a lot of places, especially like Vegas uh, um, or Nevada, actually, um, even though prostitution is legal in Nevada, not in Vegas, but Pimping and pandering is a real thing. Like, that's a charge. I, I, know, I know a couple of rappers. I think 40 Glock, who got beat up by the game back in the day, he, he called a pimping and pandering charge. What's the, the law? I, I, I could look it up. But for being a lover boy, the lover boy method, how is making a girl fall in love with you a crime? Pimping and pandering. I'm going to tell you. According, so in California law, is someone receiving earnings of a prostitute while pandering when someone persuades another one to become or remain a prostitute? You know what I mean? Yeah, but they're not prostitutes. They're OnlyFans girls. They're not, they're not selling pussy. Well, sex work, it could be argued. And, and we don't know the laws of Romania. Now, human trafficking, which kind of encompasses everything, is basically, it's, it's automatically human traffic once you move someone. So you moved, let's say, they're going to say you coerced her, but you coerced her to move from... From, um, I don't know, New York to Romania to sell pussy. That's human trafficking. That's what they would call it. Okay, but did they fly there willingly or were they like, were they their heads were put in a bag and on a plane they were like taken? I, I think they all willingly went That's there. the funny thing about human trafficking. They don't consider it willingly if they believe it's manipulation. You know what I mean? Yeah, but so, so you don't have to like kidnap him, tie him up with a bag over their head, and be like, "Yo, we're going here." You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I understand violent manipulation. Do you really think that Tristan and Andrew had to do that? Or no, the, that's why they're saying no, the lover boy method? These girls were in love with them. Yeah, yeah. So there's no, they weren't manipulated. They desperately wanted their approval and attention. This wasn't any violent. They weren't under the threat of violence. I think they they might use some of the the fresh and fit shit against them, bro. What do you say on fresh and fit? Yo, there, there's like a clip, bro. Was like getting into it, and he says again. First of all, I could discern when when um he speaks between yo. This is just like talking shit, and this is real, and um he he's just chatting a lot, and they're gonna use these things whether he's just joking or not to act like it's real. You never you heard the clip? It's a clip. What you you mentioned it, nigga? Like he has, he has a blue shirt on. And he's talking about the corruption and how he can do what he wants in Romania. Andrew Tate. Yeah, but you're you're being facetious and they should be able to... That's bullshit. This is why I know it's the Matrix attacking. If if they can't see the nuance and humor, they're going to turn a blind eye and pretend like it's bad. Which we've heard the story many times. This, I think he's talking shit. I don't think he's, you know what I mean? And I was like, look, we're going to start webcam business. You're going to stay. You're going to live in London. I'm going to look after you. We're going to get rich, rich. We're going to be a team. And they're all like, well, who's this bitch? I'm like, she's my girlfriend. She's my girlfriend. <laughs> this is a funny story, too. And they're going to stay here, and we're going to make some money. Big fight kicks off, blah, 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 blah. Three left, two stayed. Those are my first two girls. And we started this little webcam business from my apartment. And it just grew and grew and grew. And it got to the point where at one point, I had 75 women working for me in four locations. And I was doing $600,000 a month. Seventy-five is crazy. Okay. 
my apartment. I told her to clean up. She refused to clean up. Start being an idiot. So I took her stuff throughout the window. You never hit a girl, right? Can't yeah. do that. But if all the other girls see of me be disrespected, yeah. they're gonna lose respect for facts, right? Yep. You see, and this is where like you see those laws are like really tricky because it's like throwing herself out the window. No, no, it's a thin line between like if someone could say, "Hey, I was in fear of Sneeko," like the word kidnapping is preventing the entrance or departure of someone from anywhere. So if you if you if you lock your doors theoretically, technically, if you have a girl in your car. And say there's a child lock on the back, and you lock the door, and she can't get out. That's technically a kidnapping. You get what okay, I mean? He obviously wanted to kick her out. No, she no. wouldn't leave. She wanted. No, no, I'm not talking about. Kid- I'm just talking about how technical the laws are, right? Like, really, like you guys might be just having an argument. If she if she escalates to calls the cops, be like, yo, they're gonna ask you, hey, did you at any time lock the doors that she couldn't get out? And you might be like, yeah, but I let I let her out afterwards. Oh, they should lock you up, right? Because they're gonna like, no, you literally just admitted you prevented her. That's how Rick Ross had a kidnapping charge. They said. He he, his workers at his crib like must have stole something, so he brought them in the room to ask them, and then he said they claim he started to try to beat them up, and they were trying to leave. They couldn't get out. Kidnapping. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so so I'm I'm just talking about the technicality of the laws. A part of human trafficking and shit like that, they're gonna say, well, they're scared of you. Oh, let's use this clip to say this was you establishing fear. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's making the other girls scared. If you act up, then we're going to... Again. Okay. I don't personally believe this. But that's not the threat of violence. That's the threat of you getting kicked out and not getting his attention anymore. Hey, I'm with you. I'm just saying this is how, like, if the law is looking at you to say, did Sneeko break a crime, these gray areas are not going to interpret it that way. They're going to say, oh, this is an omission. Okay, but here's a question. Do you think it's actually because they care about these cam girls? Which is so one of the most common professions. No, it's because he's that popular. That's what I'm saying. He's that popular. So that it's the Matrix attacking. Therefore, if they're getting him right now, right after he starts exposing the live climate change, after he's going public about what they're going to do for the next pandemic, is what they want to do is track how much carbon we emit. They want to keep us inside. They want us to all use electric cars. So they can turn it off when they want. They want to have a social credit system like they do in China. The fact that he's now exposing the next pandemic, they got it. They they probably could have got him any time in the in, since April. They they could have locked him. There's a there's a reason they got him right after he started exposing climate change. What do you think his next move is? So you know, I, I'm hoping he's gonna get out. Um, and and hope this is nothing and it doesn't materialize to something, right? Next move, I think I think he probably will not go back to Romania. I don't I don't think if if I was him, I wouldn't trust the Romanian government anymore. I would set up in Dubai and stay there. And build the systems in place and, and actively try to clear my name and triple down on the... I mean, look, they even they even took down his website. They even took down the real world, same thing, like right after he went to jail. They're, they're trying to get every single thing he has. They're, they're took fr- it down? Yeah. They're, they're afraid of his influence. They're not afraid of the girls that he, like, was paying to be camera girls. They don't care about that. Jesus. So... Oh, oh no, no, I'm going to go. No, no, you know, that's crazy. Damn. I'm wondering how much money he's like losing. Like I know he spends a lot of money. He was, he was on a podcast recently talking about how much money he spends. He spends like half a mil a month. Jeez, something like that. And now I'm thinking about like how this might be a method. And I've heard um, like if, if if I want to believe in a lot of the matrix shit that you say, right? They say if the government, like for example, even even like say like, like Young Thug, right? They said a strategy for the government is like, listen, let this motherfucker expend all his resources. 
to the point he can't no longer put up a defense. And it's and at that point you have to win, right? So it's like, is it is it a point where they could just get at Tate, get at Tate, weaken his resources, and then eventually that's going to be able to be a part of taking him down, which obviously stops. Which they're trying to do. They, they took his. They're trying to seize his house. They're trying to seize all his cars. Are they trying to do that? Yeah, they they seize his. Car, they're seizing his cars in Romania. Yeah, that's what. That sounds ridiculous. They want to take all his resources. They they want to destroy. He's good man. It has nothing to do with caring about cam girls. So where's the safe haven from the Matrix? I mean, have you heard about the El Salvador president? He talks a lot about the powers that be, and he's trying to make El Salvador a refuge for a place who believe in free speech and God-fearing people. It seems like Dubai is a safe haven because that's a tax haven. But I don't know. I mean, Miami is probably that place in America in the West to get away from. But there's always a threat of the powers that be. There's always a threat of the government no matter where you go. Even there's no... Way to really, there's only a level to how far you can escape the matrix. You can be, you can escape your nine to five. You can escape the brainwashing. You can escape the thought police. But overall, no matter how influential you become, you are always a threat. You, you are always a target for these people. There's no, there's no fully escaping ever unless you go to a different planet. Do you ever see something? Unless you fake your death and you go to Cuba, like, but that's it. Unless you change your identity. Do you? After Tate got canceled, you got canceled shortly after. Yep. Did you, like, even now watching certain, some of these things, and I think, you know, I think Tate, we all agree, it's on completely different fucking level, but do you ever kind of think or get a little bit fearful, like, there might be something around the corner that they might be planning for me that I just don't know? Well, I said it after he got canceled, I'm like, I'm next. And a lot of people are like, oh, you ain't shit, you ain't shit, and then they got me. They have almost every single platform, and, you know... Especially, like, the stuff I said in this podcast right now, like, making Hitler jokes and stuff like that could get me in a lot of trouble. So, yeah, you have to look at the playbook and understand that uh, it, it is very possible that that's the three steps they take. They First, they cancel you, then they jail you, and then they try to take your life. They try to say that, that you would kill yourself. But I, I don't think anybody thinks I would, I would, I would never do that. Hmm. Also, I haven't committed any... Yeah, no. Nah. Hey, Maybe smoking weed? Like, hey, I don't know what crime it would get me for. Back to the Matrix thing, right? And this I was thinking about, you know, um, say escaping the Matrix. And, and I know Tate always talks about the war room. I look at Tate and I look at Epstein. Not that these guys do anything similar. But I look at two people who play the game, who's playing the game different. Tate is saying, I'm going at the Matrix. That was part of it. Epstein seems like he was a critical cog to the Matrix. Mm-hmm. Where the, the Matrix needed... To protect him for as long as they did until they couldn't anymore. And then when he went to jail, they needed to silence him, which the only way at that point to silence the guy in jail. They kill him. Yeah. But if you watch and read the the story of Epstein, he got away with a fuck ton of shit for a real Because he had blackmail on all these people. Like you're you're asking you, you said earlier that you should be able to go bribe politicians and have them in your pocket. You know how they keep these people on their side? You get a video of them fucking a kid. You get a video of them together on an island where you did some ritual. 
That's it's like the same thing with fraternities. They all go do gay shit together, like elephant walks and shit like that. And now they all quiet. The elephant walk. Elephant walk is when they walk in a circle grabbing each other's dicks. Nah, they don't do that. Bro. They do that. That's like some old school shit. They, right? they, they do that. At my school, was exposed. They were all like throwing up milk on each other. They just they do gay shit together so that they have dirt on each other, so they don't rat on each other. The powers that be, they do the exact same thing. That's why they go on these islands. Epstein with Bill Clinton and all all the rich people. They all go there. They all do sacrificial rituals. They all fuck a kid, do a sacrifice, and now they're all on the same side. We're all all Satanists, we all believe in the same thing. We're good. I know you fucked a kid, so you're not gonna rat on me because I'm gonna go release that video of Bill Clinton and that little kid, of George Bush and that little child and doing demon shit. That's the way you get these people in your pocket. That's how they, they, they keep them all hush hush. No money's gonna do that because at a certain level, they're all extreme billionaires. At a certain point, there's only so much that money can buy. Influence is the real power, and that's the most influential thing that these people do, is you know. Like Melanin in politics, uh, I, I think, is a strategic move for people who are. If you look at even going back to like the drug dealers, Pablo Escobar at one point ran for office. Um, people realize that the real way to, to to some true freedom is being able to affect politics, whether you're in it or you're controlling it or you're sponsoring it or you're paying for something. Um, you you see people lobby. Every year, just to you know, get things favorable in their in, in their you know way, and um, I feel like I feel like you might you don't have political aspirations, do you? No, I, I'm not the type of person that wants to tell people what to do, but I don't I don't want to box myself in because I, people have been asking me that more recently, and especially I never expected to work on a on a presidential campaign, but you know that happened last year, so I, I wouldn't put it completely out of the box, but. You see what they're already doing now and, and how, like, if I can't even work with, like, a YouTube manager brand or something like that, to, how am I going to be able to get to the, the point where I can get people on my side for, on a political campaign? Um, but at the same time, that's, that's the only people who do want to, to mess with me, really, and, and who are reaching out with support are people who are heavily involved in politics now, like people who have strong ideologies. And I got into this because I wanted to be a comedian, just because I wanted to uh, speak truth through funny or see two through funny, and it seems almost inevitable, but I'm not that type of person. I, I think I want to be influential through my words. I want to be influential to the point where Dave Chappelle, someone like him, can influence an entire generation just through his thoughts and through his words. I think that's more powerful than than signing anything. I, I just want to be able to to speak and and have people like, okay, well, what's his take on that? What What, what is he going to say about this? And then like the way that Dave Chappelle described the Jewish mafia, like you could talk about the Italian mafia, you could talk about black gangs, but you can't talk about the Jewish mafia or it's the boogeyman. And to, to make that comparison into the Italian mafia, because we don't think all Italians are bad, but we understand that they have mafias. That comparison is something that I always think back to. That's how powerful jokes are. But if we're, if we're going down this road and, and we continue silencing these people and we continue trying to shut people out who are trying to expose the truth about the world, inevitably it's going to be somebody like a comedian or somebody like a YouTuber, somebody who's influential on that level. That's who's going to be able to, to get votes. Why don't you... Um, why don't you... Hold on a second. Um, you know... I interview with Schultz a bunch of times. I've been telling him, I say, yo, I want to take the stage. I want, I want to um, go do a, uh, a show. Like, you know, do stand-up. You do it. Twitch is, Twitch is stand-up. Yeah, I agree. I agree. But, but, but I want to do it live. And there's a little bit of, I won't call it jealousy, but for lack of better words now, I'm going to just call it jealousy. 
that I have envy. Envy is going. There's a little bit of envy I have for like people like Schultz. That's why I, I wonder why you don't lean a little bit more into the comedy because I, I was doing that and then COVID hit. No, but but but. but not just comedy, maybe comedy in just what you're doing. Um, comedy with a message. Because I often say to shows, I'm like, I'll say certain shit, and I'm trending on the shade room. They're like, yo, look what this guy said. I say, I've heard you say crazier shit. And everybody's like, yo, this is hilarious. And, oh, there's a little truth to it. Mm-hmm. And it's it's not, it's, it's something about, a, the comedian is the last person with a license to even provoke or poke at things that the woke people have said you can't talk about. The thing is, though, he doesn't fully stand on any ideology. He goes fully like, I'm middle ground. I just like, he pokes fun at both sides. And I don't even think he does that strategically. I genuinely think he's just like a middle of the road person who likes to analyze the world. I'm completely against the woke agenda. Like, I'm not silent about that. It, I think it's brainwashing the youth. I've seen what it's doing. And I know that they, if you look at BlackRock, for example, they have a woke score for corporations and how much they will invest into a company like Target really? based on the woke points, right? That The reason that Target, every gay pride month, they put all the rainbows in the front of the store is so that they're sending signals to BlackRock and these investment firms to say, look how woke we are. And if they have a higher woke score, they'll get invested. So... They're using the woke ideology to keep everybody down. If everybody's yelling about racism or going outside for BLM or they're afraid about COVID, they're like celebrating Ukraine, donating money, then they are controlled. If they don't believe in God and they believe in woke, then they are easily controlled. So I'm completely against that. I'm not middle ground. Oh, here's one side. Here's that side. I'm sticking to, to one ideology. And if you don't, if you stay middle ground, that's how you'll be able to perform at clubs in New York City with all these woke idiots who are bringing their kids to gay pride parades and drag shows for children. I can't do. I'm like I'm, I think that shit is disgusting. I bet Schultz will go there and see like, oh, there's nuance in it. They're trying to be progressive and show that I'm saying that this shit is destroying the youth. I don't know if you've been paying attention to that. That's there. The next step is them genuinely normalizing pedophilia. There's there's kid friendly drag shows. That's true. Kid-friendly drag shows. Act, how is that not the next step to allow? You see what the kindergarten teachers are doing? They're, they're saying that we could have gender re- reassignment surgery for children. They're giving puberty blockers to children. They, they have gender. I'm, I'm against that. I'm definitely against, you know, um, trying to uh, um, make permanent decision for kids who at that point their brain isn't fully formed and they can't. I don't think at that point they know what they want. You know what I mean? Um, I think it should be up to the individual, but at a certain point, uh, I think if you're like, I don't know how early are they doing it. They're doing like six, like, yeah, they have gender affirming doctors, gender affirming therapists. It's infecting the schools. This, this is just the next step. And I, I think it all goes down to the Satanist agenda. I think it's all part of the new world order. There's a, yeah. there's a specific reason. It's not because they care. It's not because like they want to be accepting of all people. They want you to not be happy. They want you to not have a family. They want you to be confused, changing your genders, changing your pronouns. It's all one psyop. It's all part of the same thing that the elites came up with this. You know, astrology, millionaires don't believe in astrology. You don't believe in astrology. You know who do? Billionaires. Why? Because they don't want you to believe in God. The billion, the billion, they don't actually believe. They don't believe in astrology, but they want you to believe in astrology. They're the ones purporting that. They're the ones who get on TV and talk about Capricorn and Sagittarius, but behind the scenes, they think we're idiots. No, no, I definitely do believe that. Listen, 
the further up you get up at the top, you realize that this, I forgot who made this analogy. Maybe it was a joke. It was just like, listen, the billionaires have to create a sense of progress and also occupy the minds of the people below them that those people don't say enough of this shit. The only way to get there, let's get them motherfuckers. Mm. And as long as you get them arguing about black and white, BLM. yo, listen, black lives matter. Hey, is he a male or a female? Which bathroom? And, yeah, as long as they're arguing over these social issues. They won't see what's really going on. No, I definitely agree with that. Exactly. I, I don't think at the extreme top, those people give a fuck about those things that people at the bottom are arguing about. No, there's there's no racism. You know that, I mean? That's like, why I don't think that the, the elites are like one specific group. At a certain level of wealth and money, no one gives a fuck. There's no racism. That yeah. it doesn't exist. It's just like, what can you do for me? How like they're shaking hands with the right people to get into the right spot. Politics, it doesn't discriminate at that and, level. And let me let me be a little clearer That's with that. Broken like, shit. Let me not say like, oh, racism doesn't exist. Then it just doesn't matter. As it wouldn't be something that would hold people back. Like for example, Don Sterling, right? He was in his house, basically referring to black people as niggers. Yeah, you yeah. get what I mean? So that's what he was doing. But I guarantee he was doing business with black people as well. All the time. Right? Hey, his personal opinion didn't wouldn't stop him. To, because the way you become a billionaire is not by harping and like, oh, that guy's black. I can't do business with him. Mm-hmm. So at, at that point, I definitely wholeheartedly believe that. And I think in every society. That's why, you know, they look at societies where that have tried socialism or, like, societies where it's like, oh, we're all equal or whatever the case is. And they they realize it's impossible to keep everyone on an even playing field. There's, There's always, always – it starts here and then it goes here. Always. And the people there start to figure out a way how to keep the people there even lower and to make sure they're at the top and also to make sure that no one hates them. It's always interesting. Even Elon Musk, right? People are like – Elon Musk is just probably the most obvious example of, like, the billionaires trying to act like they're for the brokest people, even though they have nothing similar. Hey, I'll let you guys vote if I should sell $10 billion of my Tesla shares, and your vote counts. You know what? Your vote, you're going to tell me what to do with my money. I'm not giving you the $10 billion, but thank, at least you could think that we're in this together, and I care about you. Mm -hmm. That's brilliant. It's like fucking brilliant. Now you know everyone say you would love Elon. Well, it's they love him for Twitter. Relatable. Yo, we, yo, we love this guy. Nah, he got me back on Twitter. I, I can't. You got you back on Twitter, right? Yeah, yeah. Not fuck with Elon though. Yeah, I like him. I just don't believe that anything he's doing is holistic. No, I don't. I don't like Neuralink. I don't like the electric cars, but I like Twitter. No, well, well, I'm, I'm saying any of his moves. Some people will try to make him and say that he has some holistic mission, even in Twitter, to say, "Oh, I want to kill wokeness." I think. His agenda, and maybe we don't know his full agenda, is that he had to declare war on wokeness. He saw how shit was going. Granted, and, and this might counter my argument, but they do buy most of the Tesla, supposedly. All the woke motherfuckers be buying yeah, they do. the most Tesla. They all switched up on him. That's why he lost 200 bill. But I do believe he realized that the way shit was going, where Trump is out of here, this and third, um, something along the lines was probably going to affect him. And he's like, no, I, I could probably do something to help reverse this by buying um, Twitter. And I think that's just what it is. I, I don't think he's trying to save speech. I, I think he generally cares to some extent. No, I don't think it's, I, well, I, I hope it's not all about Yo, money. 
Yo, it's, it's, it's like what my man Tate says. Yo. Be he like, risked yo, everything. He risked 200 bill. Like, he lost, he lost his, his reputation was on the line. No, no, because I, of I agree. But, you know, the funny thing is I think who Elon is now is who Elon has always been. A little bit of attention seeking. Always wanted. He does want to be a celebrity billionaire. He likes the spotlight. And if you look at every billionaire, especially the big companies, the no, notable ones, they always own media. If you go to Jeff Bezos, he owns Washington Post. Um, most of the other billionaires, they just own their own media already, whether there's Mark Zuckerberg. Um, Google, obviously, the person who owns Google, they clearly have their own shit. Uh, most, if, if you look at, not the New York Times, there's another, I think the Washington Globe is owned by another, not Washington, the Boston Globe, owned by another billionaire, right? And it's all about propaganda, right? If I'm a billionaire, now I, the things, and, and this is the thing I was saying about Tate, when you get to a certain level, it's not about fucking passports, my nigga. It's about, yo, I'm bringing in so much money that taxes, I don't want to pay no taxes. How do I get to be Jeff Bezos, pay no taxes? How do I get these big breaks because I want to build this huge Amazon facility in, I don't know, Arizona, but I want the city to pay for half of the shit because I'm going to convince them I'm bringing jobs here. Mm. So at that point, you need propaganda. Hey, Jeff Bezos is coming to town. It's all over the magazines. It's all over the newspapers. Hey, this is a good thing. He's going to bring 200,000 jobs here. When everybody sees that, you're like, Bezos is the man. Right? Now when it comes to, like, the the, the the town hall or city council or whatever, like, vote, be like, hey, should should the government approve, you know, uh, addendum, blah, 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 act, blah, 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 that basically says we're going to just spend $200 million, uh, $200 million of your taxpaying money to to build this thing because he said he's going to make 200,000 jobs? You're like, fuck yes, this guy's great. You know what I mean? It's all about propaganda. Elon never had a propaganda machine, and he's too much yeah, out I there. Do. And now he finally does, and that's why I always tell people, yo, get off his dick. If he goes broke, let him go broke. But if he wants to turn Twitter into anything, let that man rock. I don't give a fuck. Let You're him on rock. Twitter more now, though, right? Twitter's way more fun. Well, I finally got on Shadow Band. I don't know. Yo, I, I got to talk to Elon. Yo, some, I didn't gain over, I didn't gain 1,000 followers in the last two and a half years. And then you, you've been blowing up recently, right? Blowing I'm getting up, like 5K my, a day. Dog. It's stupid. Yo, and it's I'm like, golden age. what's going on? Uh-huh. So I, I only want him to step down, I'll be honest. I'm the person who says, listen, don't look a gift horse in his face. I don't believe that Elon is a holistic, I'm for the people guy. I think he has his own, um, you know, prerogatives. But if my, if it helps me, who gives a fuck what he got going Going on, you know what I mean? We're all kind of individualistic, but he's calling out the new world order to some extent. He's talking about Ukraine. He's talking about the proxy wars that's going on. All the, if he was all about influence, then he would he would try to to push this war because all the billionaires are making money off of it. I think he has a different angle, bro. I think he has. A There's no angle. part of it that makes you think he, he's actually he cares about the. Bro, one thing I know about Elon, Elon, unlike a lot of billionaires, <sighs> he likes the spotlight. He likes to be. He's like Tony Stark. Yes, he wants to be Tony Stark. For real. 100%. And do you think that, all right, let's talk about Tony. Do you think Iron Man was only doing it to save the people? Or do you think there's a there's a little bit of. It's both. It's both. Same, same thing for anybody. Not everybody is fully a philanthropist or fully for the, the good of the people. Like, like That's what they try to say. Elon? No, that's what most of them. You, you don't hear. Um, Andrew talks about it. Andrew says like he's not even uh, fully. Uh, yeah, but, but, but when you t- donate money, you do it because it makes you feel Tate, good too. T- 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 Tate serves it up real. 
Look at Mark Zuckerberg and them people. They're like, oh, yeah, we're going to give away half of our wealth. Like, they're making it seem like, yo, hey, this we don't even like this money. We just want to help you guys. Bro, no, you're doing it for tax purposes. It's very structured. Most of your money is, is, is in trust. Um, some of the stuff are, are you have a lot of shares that you can't sell for a certain amount of time anyway. So it's not really affecting you. But it's a great PR statement that you could look at a billionaire to say, oh, this billionaire seems to want to give away all their wealth. Which is untrue for everybody. Not true. But he did risk $200 billion. No, he just lost it. I, th- I think he mismanaged the whole situation. It's the first time he's actually done something that people didn't like. And also, while, you know, w- we could have told you that he fucked with Trump from a long time ago. Right? He was acting moderate or he was acting like... He pretended bit. to be a centrist. Exactly. But now, he didn't think... That there would be, um, also, he didn't think that even Trump would be, like, fucking kicking his back and, like, fuck you, I'm not coming back on there. That's what his thing is, like, I could show I fuck with Trump now because if I bring Trump back on here, Trump's going to bring so many people, this platform's going to be lit again, blah, blah. Trump said, fuck you. Which is dumb, if you, dumb decision. But he he doesn't have a lot of competition. I'm thinking back to that that racism, I I think, I I had this observation looking at uh, what black people argue about on Twitter. Mm Mm-hmm. And the the level of thought control for like, it, what do you, what do black people argue about on Twitter? Fifty fifty, <laughs> dumb shit, man. Memes. Colorism, memes, celebrities, like hair, hair. What? Who should pay for a date? Is uh, gonna who, snitching. Is gonna snitching. Is blue, <laughs> blue face and Krishan. Yo, yo, I'm gonna be honest with you, like, but but you see, it is, this is where like Tate comes back with another great like quote, like you need the motherfuckers who are like mindless, like. The, like, if the Matrix wouldn't work, but the Matrix is kind of a little bit of the world, right? If there weren't mindless drones and everyone Nothing were would free, think, Who, who's going to pump the gas? Exactly. Who's going to flip you the burgers? Need, you need those motherfuckers. Like, you need these motherfuckers on Twitter, just saying ratio. You just, you need them. With the <laughs> NBA young boy profile picture. You need them, bro. Like, like you need the people who are being like, well, like, they're just arguing to themselves every time you tweet, be like, well, uh, uh, Sneeko is sent by the the blah blah blah. blah. Ten He's followers, mis- like yeah, we need them. It's a weird world. What, what do you think? Um, probably you know, as we go into this next year, like, what's the new thing you think is gonna happen? Just on a macro level, not like oh, this guy's gonna whatever. But I think it's gonna be a calmer year. Well, I don't want to speak too soon because then some chaotic shit's about to happen. I'm hoping for a calmer year because uh, since 2019, it's been extremely hectic. It's been one giant blur. Big predictions. Um, where do you see culture going? Where do you see, um, you know, I, 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 think, I, I think the Matrix is going to continue breaking. Uh, 2022 was that first start. I think you could point at people like Ye, uh, Elon Musk, and, and Tate. And I, I think that more people are going to start waking up this year and the conversation is going to keep on pushing. Yeah. We're we're going to look back at this as a as a, a poignant time. Do you look do you look forward into the future and say I'm on the right I, I think I'm on, I am the, right on the right side, side of history. You believe so? Yeah, I know so. Why? I know so. Because I believe in God now because I trust in uh I I say the right things. I know my intentions are pure and and I, I I know I'm doing what God would want me to do. And that, that, you can't go wrong. You can't go wrong on that. 
That's that's the best thing to follow. You go to church? Not as much these days, but I'm de- I definitely believe in God. It, it's, it's hard not to. Do you to, fall asleep knowing like you did the right thing today? If I'm not off the henny, I, I usually fall yeah, asleep. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, I mean, I, th- I think I think that that's like you know that's a little bit of morality, but also like you know, there's a study that says as people get more successful, or you could maybe swap that word out with fortunate, they get theoretically more religious. And it might go hand in hand, but it's like for for some of their success, they kind of feel it has to be a divine power, divine intervention to get yeah. me here. Um, that's that's a little bit for me. Except I, I I think it's more of the things I've avoided, like what, like a lot of situations. You know, give me I, an example. A lot of situations that could have caused mental, personal, physical harm. Like you think back, like damn. If, if I wasn't late that day and I got on that flight and I went to there, I would have went to here, and damn, that whole party got shot up. Hmm. You know what I mean? Like, all right, I'll give you an example. Like I remember, like twenty eighteen, um, like you know. Six nine invites me to the Barclays. It's like, yo, I come here, yo, we walking out like a fighter. It's just crazy, blah blah. That was a Casanova. Yeah, I'm driving there. I'm driving there. My tank tank's a little bit low. I'm like, damn, I have to stop. But I'm on the turnpike, and whatever, whatever. I'm like, nah, I'm going though. And I'm driving there. I'm driving there, and I don't know. There's something that is saying. The closer I get, is like, nah, no. God was telling you no. So you turned back? I did. But, but I, I don't want to say God's telling me no, but but it's like, it, it's just something that's just like, I the the me wanting to go was less and less going there. I was like, damn. Well, he told me to meet him over here. I'm like, damn, I don't like disappointing people, but it's like, nah. Right at that moment, I see Casanova post a video too. And I'm like, and, and I feel like God is just saying, dude, you got one more exit before you hit this bridge. Hit that U-turn. And I did. And I hit the U-turn. I'm driving back, and I'm like, I don't know. It just wasn't a good feeling. And I, those things. We, you serious? The, yeah. Those uh, things you talk up to God. That's, I always That's divine those. intervention, yeah. And, and I promise you, by the time I got home, I get, uh, I see 6ix9ine on um the thing. I see 6ix9ine with his whole crew on the thing. He's like, yo, boom, boom, boom. Whatever, Everybody whatever. Everybody get shot. Yeah. Boom, boom. Then we hear it's on TMZ, whatever. Gunshots are fired. Yep. I still remember that. And I remember saying to myself, I'm like, in that hallway, because the video came out later, I'm like, I would have been one of those people in there. In the hallway. Did someone get shot? Uh, no, I think they shot up. Mm. But like, even then, it was just God saying, my son, I don't want you to be there. This isn't for you. And... Like, me and 6 9 always had a thing where it was just like, dude, like, if you're going to do, like, any little yo, gangster shit with your gangster homies, you don't hit act up to come with y'all then. Like, if, if we just chilling, if it's just me and you chilling, we're, like, you know, doing fun shit, we're drinking, like, you know, just joking, whatever, listening to music, that's when you hit me up. But, you know, he didn't plan for that to happen, but he was ready for it because, you know, he had his people with him. But, like, for whatever reason, it just told me, like, don't go. 
And that was like a full So you thing. think finding more success made you believe in God more? Um, I won't say more success. Knowing that you being here at this moment and how lucky you have been to even be alive, how lucky you have been to even avoided things that could have hurt you is somewhat realizing that there might be a force outside of this that's bigger than you and I that might be saying, no, I'm going to protect Sneeko from this one. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't happen all the time because in the midst of some shit when you do get, because we all get caught in, in shit and we're like, why me? But we always forget about the 15,000 other things that I, we're I don't like, think Damn. why me? Huh? I don't, I never think why me? You, no, you think so. No, I don't. When you get canceled, I, I would think why. No, nah, you, you, there's no point in thinking that way. You just need to analyze why. You need to th- figure out the reasons why. I don't like to ever pity myself because I, I think everything to my to some extent is your fault. You have to take personal responsibility for everything that happens. I was probably being too loud too fast. I was associating with too many people. No. I, didn't, I never pitied myself. No, I'm glad you said that because that is true in a lot of... You should do that, right? But let's be honest. You've escape things that would have been your fault as well. So what do you blame that on? It's it's cool if you're saying, I take all the responsibility if something was wrong. But imagine if you did something that, or you or you were in a position that something should have went wrong. But and even, it even didn't go wrong. You taking that U-turn was not just God. It was also your belief. I agree. In God. I agree. Which bears some responsibility on yourself. You believing that... There was a positive force out there was the reason that you pulled it. So it's not just somebody. God didn't make you turn that wheel. Ultimately, it's your decision, too. Yeah, but if you, if you, I believe, you know, we're getting a little spiritual here and, and really, um, you know, religious. I, I truly believe if you truly believe in God, God knows you're turning that wheel. God knows if I give him the sign, he's, he's going home. But that's not what they say in the Bible, though. Hey, God God left that apple there. He didn't know that Eve was going to bite it. No, he knew. He gave free will. So he couldn't tell you what to do. He didn't want her to do it. But he was disappointed. He was disappointed. So if he knew it was going to happen, why would he be upset? Because, and, and, and that almost go in, no pun intended, how much do you believe in, in, in destiny and, and that everything is already written? There's a lot of people who believe that and say, hey, Every, everything about my life is already written and they live on apologetically because they say, I, even if I try to veer off the course, I'm only going the course. That is the course of my life. You don't live that way. I, I don't necessarily believe that, but I definitely believe that um, um, in a higher power, that person knows what you're going to do. And knows your intent, even though he has allowed you to have free will. So he knows my heart. He knows what I'm going to do. But he still gives me the choice. And here's the thing with the choice. Sometimes you may go against it. Sometimes I could have said, oh, man, and still went back. Because I'm like, yo, who knows? At that moment, 6 9 hits me back up and says, yo, bro, where you at? I'm like, damn, I feel like a bitch if I tell him I turn back around. Yo, let me do another U-turn and go back. You feel me? Like, if if any of these things, like, align, something else is happening. 
you know, the, the, the you know it's so fascinating that as as far as technology and like you know has advanced and people have understood that there's a um what's it there's a time <sighs> I'm really trying to get into time travel but the concept of time has been studied for many years but no one's ever really understood how to time travel, slow time down or fuck with it to that to that extent. And I do believe the reason why as much as technologically as we're advanced is that these are divine things that you can't fuck with. You know what I mean? Like, you know, theoretically, you could possibly at one point do instant transmission where they could take all the molecules in your body and bring it somewhere differently, right? And they've they've tried it with certain things and how would it work and whatever whatever. But 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 there's certain things I believe that that's only God, bro. Has to be. Or if you don't believe it's that it's better to believe that. It's better for you, anyone listening, like it's better to believe that it's someone higher. It makes your life yeah, but, more but, positive. But, have you always believed that? No. 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 Why not? I, I was a edgy atheist for like ten years. When I was I was smoking weed every day, I was like rebelling. I grew up in the church and then I didn't resonate with it a lot. That was part of the, the decline of the church. When I was first growing up, people took it more seriously. And then as it started getting disrespected more and as I started seeing the flaws in it, they started talking about how the priests touch kids. Well, I started to drift away from it, started to question it a lot. I think everybody goes through that journey. At some point, you question it for a long time. But I think the longer you live life, if you think about like your, your parents, you really find someone who's in their 60s or 70s who, who are just like, oh, F God, they don't believe that. Because you got to realize, like, you know, but your life is worse if you think that. It's just having that negative thought. You, I, I realize how much you can reprogram your mind with positive, positive thoughts. I used to think I was depressed for a while, and then you, you have negative thoughts, like, especially when you first get into the social media space. I think that's why the, the women get so upset. Then, like, one negative comment, one negative thing, will you'll start, you'll be like, oh, they're right, and then you, you have thoughts in your head like, oh, I'm a piece of shit. Like, I'm, but I, I know how to strengthen my mind and I know how to program. I don't, I, the first thing I think when I wake up is I'm happy to be alive. Like praise God. And I wake up and I'm, I'm just, I have more energy. I have more motivation to do everything when I, cause so even believing that there's a positive force out there makes your life more positive. And, and that's why, you know, the, the definition of faith is, it says your know, faith is the uh, substance of things hoped for, but mm -hmm. it's the evidence of things that are not seen. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when it comes to faith, like, it, you know. Who said that? Well, that's just always. Like, who said that? That was good. No, it's just a popular saying. Oh, so, okay. Like, faith, the definition of faith is just like, it's a, it's the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Meaning that, you know, if you live a life without, you know, any anytime you're hoping something happens, you're having some sort of faith. And that's that substance. That's the substance that, that's making your life lit, that making your life worthwhile. Exactly. So you're like, hey, I'm working towards this. You're having faith that's going to happen. But also, it's also the evidence of the things that you, you, you can't see and also the things that hasn't happened yet. So, you know, it's, it's kind of interesting. That's why I resonate with Ye so much. You see how far faith can carry you. Like that belief in yourself, that, that having self-esteem, hope can bring you further than, than anything else than anybody. And... Just, just that belief in yourself is is one of the most powerful things that any person can have. What no one will talk about is that you know when he said when he said on that record, but if I talk about God, my record won't, won't get, get played. played, huh? 
Nobody, I don't see nobody rapping about me, about, about, about God. No, but you see what they push? They push murder. They want you to talk about yeah, celebrity drama. True. They promote Blueface punching his, his girlfriend and degeneracy and Cardi B whapping and shit. Like, yo, you're playing that, that the shit on the yacht. That's the only thing I can I can think about. It's just like, this is degenerate. Like, I don't cook. I don't clean. It's just, it, it's everything they talk about is anti-God. Like, just, I'm a bad wife. It's just disgusting. That's what they want you to be listening to. They're well, trying to program your mind away from God. And and, and this is where, so I, I'll, you know, I feel like we've definitely strayed off into some, like, you know, ideological and, like, you know, and the theological, like, you know, uh, um, realms where we're evaluating spirituality and also faith and, and so many things and some religious but even if God well. isn't real, th- there's a reason why they push drill music and they're no, talking about shooting and, and your ops and gang. It's because like believing it, having no faith and believing in degeneracy and killing each other, that keeps you controlled, and, that keeps you distracted. And that's where my question comes in to you, right? I, I thought from very early on, and I've noticed this, I say society is going, and it's always been going in the realm of degeneracy. And if, if the people that were hippies in the 70s saw what people were doing now that was just normal. They would be fainting. You know what I mean? I remember when people, I I remember like, you know, when Lil Wayne was rapping about like eating pussy, he was like, damn, that's like, yo, that's taboo. Now it's eating ass, like straight up. You feel me? Like it's all about eating ass at this point. So it's like everything becomes normalized and then people find a new extreme. You, you get what I mean? The next extreme. So they've already normalized trans people changing your gender. What's the next step of degeneracy? <laughs> I know act? where you're going. This, with this. is the podcast. I, I know where Ped- you're They are going to try to normalize pedophilia, and that's when you have to draw the line and say, no, I'm not just like accepting of everybody. No to woke when they try to fuck with the kids. Now, I don't think I don't think they're going to get to that point. Watch. No, nah, they can't get to that point. But, I, but but here's the thing, though. If we're like, think about this. I just know how, yo, if you had asked me when I was 20, and if you took my 20-year-old self and put me here now, and I see how everybody talks, dresses, looks, surgeries, everybody's fucking everybody, it's like there is no, there's no, there's nothing that it's like, yo, hey, listen, that's off limits. I'd be like, Wow, this is in like a post like civilized society. And now we're here. But we're we're going towards more and more degeneracy. Like when I started finding out that kids was fucking in, in, in middle school, I was like appalled. Now everybody's like, wait, everybody's fucking in middle school. I'm like, what? Now everybody's like, like, fucking like, in middle school. Now they're trying to cut off middle schoolers' dicks. They're trying to like add little and make you take puberty block. They want you to do this. What three percent of high school girls in America are trans? Not all of them have the surgery, but 3% identify as that. So that means 3% of them have seen enough content, have been brainwashed by some type of media to think that they are the wrong, they're in the wrong body. And I'm going to be honest with you. Like sex, even sex, like me coming out of high school, sex was taboo a little bit, right? Like it was like, damn, oh, you're, oh, you're having sex? Oh, sex. Yo, now I see like, yo, even them ki- yo, the kids doing drill music now, they're like 17. They're talking like they've been fucking... 3,000 bitches. They got baby mamas at 15. Yeah, I'm like, yo, this is ridiculous. I'm wondering, what the fuck is the future of this shit? And I I know you said, like, okay, they're going to try to normalize pedophilia, but I'm like, okay, like. The future is depopulation. They don't want any stable family family units. They want us to die younger. They don't want us to have kids. They they want us 
uh, like have baby mothers and fathers and change our gender so that we can't have kids, or they don't even want us to see our family so that we so we stay home because of the, you're going to get each other sick. They 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 want to depopulate the earth. Do you believe? And, and this will have oh, again. I'm trying to say my theory will never be wrong. I'm like no. I say it would degeneracy only goes that way. It will never come back. Is there any point like at this point we've lost any righteousness, any semblance or 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 a conversation about hey God wouldn't approve, right? We've lost that in society, right? It's all about yo get it how you live it right now, right? Unless you're Islamic, okay, you're right. Yeah, Do you ever you. see it getting it to a point where it's like okay, let's bring it back a little bit? Like a little bit, like all right, let's bring back God into the schools. Like y'all wilding too much. I mean, let's bring back God into the schools. You know, the only thought leader who could be capable of doing it, and although I like Trump, Trump is not actually a Christian. The only thought leader I think is, and this is why I was working on the campaign, is Yay, and they're they're trying to shut him out. That that's his whole message is loving everybody, doing as Jesus would do. That would be the step in the right direction. That's why I believe in Yay twenty four because he could really shift that. But if we elect another Biden and he having trans people on on his cabinet, he's like making the White House. You don't House. have a problem with trans people, though, right? Huh? You don't have a problem with trans people. I don't have a problem with them. They're they're they they're mentally ill. No, they're not. Candace always says the same. To cut your dick off? There's something. There's not. This is this is all no, new no, no. in the last wait, wait, five wait. years. No, 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 okay, okay, you're right. But, but, but here what I'm I have saying. no problem with no, them. I'm not no, transphobic. It, it seems very new in that they're open. But here's the thing: I don't want to label someone mentally ill because I don't. I've never felt what they feel. You know what I mean? So it's like it's a fetish, and they they've. Nah, you can't say it's, like it, it's a fetish. What? It's just, it's just cross dressing. It used to be tomboy, tom girl. Like maybe you're a little bit mad, or maybe you're just gay, or it's just sometimes there's these old dudes like Caitlyn Jenner is just an old dude who likes to dress up like a girl, and that's his fetish. No, and instead Jason of on Nell, the, the Nell podcast, that he was a little bit off all, the whole time. I'm because of Hollywood. Because Hollywood is the home of degeneracy. You're around the Kardashians and a bunch of you're around this, and you're going to become mentally ill, right? He's a guy who likes to cross dress, and you look at him now, broad shoulders, he's golfing. He's a dude. He's still a dude, but that's his fetish. And that used to be something you do in private, like maybe a dude would put on high heels, walk around, put on makeup, and then it would be, that's a secret. But now it's, it's encouraged, and now you're a hero. You're brave if you're, de- if you're a degenerate. You're a I martyr. I degenerate, but I, I would definitely say... There's nothing godly about it. It was definitely tweaking when they said, "Yo, bravest athlete." <laughs> they gave like, him. They gave him an award. <laughs> they, gave him, they everybody clapped. They said, "Good job." And he 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 killed somebody like 30 years ago. My point is that they they will continue. They're going to continue pushing oh, it. it it's never it's never shifting somebody. away from it. Like as long as we keep electing Democrats and we keep electing the these thought leaders and we keep jailing people who are trying to wake people up and we say they're bad people and we demonize the people who are against this agenda, it's not going back. And I, I genuinely predict that the West, I overall, like I want to be optimistic about it, but I, analyzing the way it's going, I don't see a good future for America at all. I think, I think it's crumbling and I'm telling anybody to watch this if you believe in what I'm talking about, get as much money as you can get multiple passports and, and get the fuck out. I like, I, I think Dubai is a safe haven for the, for the most part, maybe El Salvador. Um, I thought Eastern Europe was okay, but you see what's happening to Andrew. El but Salvador is like a fucking fifth world country. Do not promote that to people. If y'all like the, the, the president seems good. I, I don't know anything about it, but I, no, I like what the president talks about. Is a You've been there? Mess. You've been there? No, I've, I've studied a lot oh, yeah. because, because like pretty much when you grow up in the Caribbean, um, you pretty much study El Salvador, Paraguay, all, all those countries. Trust me. Listen, again, if you're down to live like a third third world country life, cool, go there. 
But like, if you used to like Miami in a big city, like, don't go over there thinking like it's fucking. You been to Dubai? I've not. Yeah, it's in the middle of the desert. I'm not sure about that. You been there? No, nah, I ain't been there. You gotta go. Yeah. I was I was supposed to go this month. I was supposed to go. Tristan Tate was going to throw me a party for becoming a millionaire. Really? And then they had to lock him up. See, the Matrix was trying to block my party. Damn. I just thought that people were going to Dubai to get shitted on, man. I didn't know there was some other yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, we, we, yo, listen, the person who goes there and really gives the documentary, the shit documentary, bro, that person's going to be good. You got to get the shit documentary. Like, figure it out. No one's on that. Vice is probably going to do that first. Bruh. Like... There's a bad chick. You trying to make a right shit now. documentary? I would. Word? Yo, there's a bad chick I know there. She's she's showing off all type of Rari's, all type of crazy shit. Like, oh shit. So he was, she had a picture of her on a camel. Bro, and she low-key tagged her sponsor. <laughs> so I'm clicking on and his He's a known page. shitter? I don't know if he's a known shitter. Like, I know he's fucking her, but I'm like, why bring her to Dubai, though? Like, Dubai's like a shit capital. You never heard of these stories? I know, I know these stories. There's a website. There's people listening that don't know what the fuck you're talking about. No, there's a, there's a whole website full of dudes who are allegedly sponsors. They'll be like, "Hey, listen, five thousand dollars. That's your, that's your fee, right? I'm gonna give you spending money when you come here. I'm gonna buy your flight on Emirates. You come to Dubai and listen. We want to do some weird shit with you. These are for keep in mind a lot of people in Dubai, like some of them might be extra rich, right? They might just have weird fetishes. Hey, I want to fuck you while my camel watches. Right? It's rich shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yo, while my monkey beats off, like, yo, you sucking me off type shit. Word, you feel word, me? Word, yeah. Like some weird shit, right? You know what uh. I mean? Like, all of these, like, and then they might be like, yo, I want you to come out here and I just want to take, like, a number two on your chest. Mm. You know what I mean? Because that's not, style. is that, I don't know if that's haram. I think that's, I think you're fine. Bro. I'm not sure again, about, I got to I don't that one co-sign up. any of that. No, I mean but either, but I'm just, that's I think that's what why I they heard. do it, right? So, the crazy thing is I always see women say they're going to Dubai and I never see the guy they're going with. And a lot of times they go by themselves. It's like a pilgrimage. The pilgrimage to the porta potty, bro. <laughs> Get you not? I know you want to laugh. <laughs> yo, it's the pilgrimage. T- yo, my ex went to, the, to Dubai one oh, time. Oh, no. Bro, I ain't going to lie. The, the same one I was talking about, I was like, yo, why the fuck are you out of this? And then they all say the same thing about Dubai. Dubai might be the Matrix. Oh, it's so pretty. I got to go around. I rode a camel. I was in like Uh-oh. the little thing. I'm like, who paid for that you, camel? Why are you there like that? Come on now. Who bought her? You never hear about these guys. You didn't ask her? I mean, they're not going to. They always did. These guys ain't lit on social media. They're not posting the girls anyway. They so, oil money? Yeah. So these, so these girls never have to tell you who brought them. They always just tell you, oh, I just wanted to go there. All these girls just like randomly, the baddest girls. I've never heard an ugly girl say, I'm going to Dubai. Never. It's always the bad bitches. The tens. It's the tens. The shit ready chest. Let's go. Damn. Think about that next time you fuck a 10. Like she she probably has shit on the chest. Well, you know what the funny thing is? I always say the most attractive women are the biggest hoes. It's always like... They demand the most sexual attention. People do the most for them. And they're most delusional because they get so much attention. Yeah. And, but but people usually think an uglier girl because she might have lower expectations, like has sex more than a prettier girl. No. If you meet a pretty girl, like I was telling my boy, right? I won't mention his name. He sees this girl. She has a wild amount of followers. Beautiful girl. Like, yo, drop dead gorgeous, right? Um, he told her 
or she told him, hey, listen, whatever, whatever. They've been talking. She's trying to get with him. I ain't never fuck no rappers just with you. Cap. She's attractive. She came to L.A. She's on the scene. Every rapper who sees that she's in L.A. on the scene all hit her up. You think she's going to be turning down dick from like 200, like everybody slid in her DMs. Every rapper. And it's one of those things where like she's, a, it, when you think about attractive women to like not attractive women, she's getting the pick of the litter all shooting her shot at her. And of course, they're probably not all trying to wife, but they're all trying to fuck. They fuck, some of them might be like, ah, oh, whatever, and then some might pursue a relationship or view my pursue a relationship. But those women go through more dick than usually the other women. Just if you think off that theory. That's what I'm trying to say. Sometimes a girl who's mid or or ugly. It's more wifeable. Not more wifeable, but probably a lower miles. Anytime I see a bad chick, I see a lot of bodies. It's better to wife Yo, back in the day, and this is what social media is fuck shit up. I used to look at women who's really attractive. And, and she and, was pure. And I used to say, yo, she probably know how coveted she is. How much people do for her. So she's extra fucking selective. Uh-uh. Like, you, you know what I think now? What? These days, when I see a bad chick, I'm like, I go to her story and her highlights, and I'm like, this chick's on every jet, every yacht. This chick is fucking all of my celebrity composite. The story highlights always a way to tell because they think it's sneakier than making a post, but you see her all over the world. This one girl I flew out, she was so shocked. She was like, how did you know? How did you know? So I said, who the fuck are you from? I said, bruh. But she said, what? Who are you? No, no. She tagged Missouri. I'm like, who are you fucking in Missouri? Like, who flies a bitch out to Missouri, bro? Missouri, bro? She had Missouri, Hawaii, like every place, like like Wichita, like shit everywhere. Toronto, Wichita. bro. She was everywhere. I'm like shorty, and then you know, of course, I'm like, oh no, I just like to travel. No, you're not traveling. To Nobody Missouri. travels to Missouri. Then she tells me, oh, this was an NBA player who lived there. Oh I'm telling you, dog. Yo, it is what it is. Relationship status for this year? You staying single? You're in Miami now. Like, have you always lived in Miami? Nah, just the past few months. I was living in Brooklyn. Are, are you? Uh, it's it's tough, yo. Most notable, I heard notable quote recently. Boom knows it says Miami's not the place conducive for relationships. I know not at all. I, I was thinking that the past couple of days it'd be nice to have a girl around. I had uh, two girls after the show come over, and they were like, "Oh wow, you look like you don't." And like I haven't had a girl over, so they started cleaning it up, and they were like, "Oh, your your apartment's so like single guy." They started doing laundry, bro. That ass four a.m. They're doing laundry. They're doing my dishes. This they're- is before or after you fucked them though. Don't worry about it. Okay, <laughs> I, I couldn't pull off the threesome. I'll just say that I couldn't. What? I, I got yeah. I couldn't pull. Off the, could pull couldn't pull off the threesome, but bro, I had two. You, you know, at least you got. You Wait, know. what's your threesome game like? Like, how do you set it off? Just theoretically, not them two. Um, it depends on the girls that I'm with. If if I'm with a wifey and then another girl, I make them kiss. Like you tell them to get like, why don't you, why don't you, do, why don't you just see you kiss? You gotta play the background. You play the background. Yeah, and then you watch, watch, and then you let them get there on the bed, and you're like watching. I'm just like there taking my shirt off, you know, getting a drink, just watching them. Like, why don't you take your clothes off? Because they don't know, they can't direct it. So you gotta, you gotta be like your Stanley Kubrick yeah, of the yeah, threesome. Yeah, yeah. If it's two thoughts, then get them on the bed, and then start fucking with one, and then like looking at the other one while I'm still 
with the oh, first one. So I'm like, that. look, I'm actually like you more, you know? Because yeah, then they're yeah, kind of yeah. competing, so you got to like, yeah, yeah, it's, okay. it's an attention battle. Not bad. W Riz. Yeah, W Riz. But last night they were like, you think I'm easy because only? I'm like, oh. oh you think I'm Bro, you know, easy it's difficult. After fans. Fresh and Fit, with Fresh and Fit girls, after like four hours of like Myron, like, you're a hoe. You're a slut. They're like, you, you don't deserve shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They come back. <laughs> Women deserve less. This is why. And then you come on, you bring them on, and they're all like, all weird. Like, do you think I'm you're easy? Defensive. Yes. Defensive Extra fuck. hard, extra hard, like <laughs> extra insecure. They've just been grilled like by a cop for four hours. They don't want to hear it. But yeah, if, it, if it's two, if it's two uh, hoes that are all, because usually they know what's up. If it, if you're with two girls, that like it's not that hard to do it. Yeah, it's yeah, harder yeah. when you bring wifey and another girl because yeah, yeah, yeah. she's competing more, and you, you you can't give the thought too much attention. Is 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 there such a thing where Haram it's so um is so much competition or just Miami's just not built for you to be with one woman. Yeah, that, that's what I was thinking. I, I was I, I've been craving having a, a relationship again. Like, I kind of miss that. Like just you know being able to to just you know do stupid shit like sit at the pool or you know watch a bad movie or like go to a movie theater. I don't want to do that with some random guy. Like, I don't want to sit and watch a movie. I would only do that because I'm like, let me go spend time with wifey. Like I'll, you I'll go make locking with these girls. Oh, um, like, like, like like for the night. Okay. For the night. Because I, when you have a girl, it's kind of like you like knowing it's, you know, we're in a woke world now, so I got to, I can't say like there's no ownership. It's like, but you're like, yo, that's mine. You know what I mean? I tell them that, but I don't really think that. Like, no, no, but, but, but like, it's it's a lie. You know, someone cares about your emotions and you care about theirs too, and like, it it makes sometimes even the world a little less lonely, especially at night. Yeah. You know what I mean? At night. Or sometimes when you're, you're just not with your boys and you're just like kicking it. Yeah, You've been in relationships, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, that that's that's the part that I miss. But like at, at a certain point, you just gotta you gotta cut it off when they start like fucking up. You, you gotta prioritize like, all right, can I really deal with this emotion myself, or should I risk my whole career, my reputation? Like if they're out there trying to make you look bad or they're threatening you, like it's just I can't. It's bad for business, and you gotta prioritize yourself at some point. Like, do I really need that that little shoulder to cry on, or can I kind of become stronger? Would you want multiple wives? Myron says that. I'm, I'm not too sure. It'd be nice to have four, is. right? You, you were talking about having a harem. I think I think it'd be nice to have four. But it, it, it's... Why? You, you, you about monogamy? Um, No, not necessarily. I mean, yeah, I am about monogamy because monogamy is only about marrying a woman. Yeah. I'm not even do it. marriage. Yeah, no, marriage is I, done. I don't do marriage, period. Um, I do believe in having a main girl. Mm-hmm. And... um. I, I think, based on my personal urges, it would be cool if we could bring women in and out of the bedroom at times. Mm-hmm. But I don't think I necessarily need to have Four. another. Yeah, and I, I don't necessarily need to have intimate connections or like I'm locked in emotionally with another woman. But variety in terms of sex, I'm telling you, it's necessary. As soon as, uh, as soon as sex becomes monotonous and it's like, okay, how many times could I fuck this pussy? In, in these same eight positions. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Like. Yeah, switch it up. It, it, yeah. So, so if, if a woman could like, kind of like concede and meet me a little bit there, like, I'll be like, yo, listen, I just, I won't have no emotional and mental connection with them like you. And. But you still have a little, you still. Like, no, no, a little bit, no, but not to the point that that's That there, she do. You know yeah. what I mean? Course. Yeah, but like I don't want to have to kick her out right away. Like no, no, she, no, she's here, like just, yeah, it's just cool. Yeah, yeah. I always wanted a a main, and then just I, I'd be happy if I could have one girlfriend. 
Yo, by the way, you know how people are just tight that guys are just actually saying that? Because before, guys used to have to just act like, no, no, I just want one girlfriend. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just happy. A lot of guys really do. No, they don't. I know a lot of guys oh. who even, like, uh, high value, whatever, like, who just genuinely, especially, like, the Christians. Uh, and once you start getting into religion, all this is degeneracy. Threesomes, that, that's degenerate. You're supposed to be monogamous. You're supposed to be able to suppress your urges if you're uh, a religious person. Hmm. All these people think that. There's a lot of people that are that are still pro monogamy. I know that we're talking about it more because we're in Miami, but people really like that. All the people I know, they get a little put up pussy on the side. All of them, all of them, if they can. I know guys that that can and, and seriously don't. They think it's better. Well, the relationship is better. Like if you suppress that, she's happier. It lasts. I'm gonna be honest. I've always said the best relationships is is two people who quote-unquote committed to each other, and then a side chick who's definitely helping the wheels keep turning. That's all I want. Like, I'm telling you, yo, to keep it real, if you've ever, like, fucked a side chick, when you come back to your main chick, you're happier. You're so appreciative. You're happier. Like, thank you for being my mental rock. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? I just, I just released the, the side of it, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. But thank you for being my rock, my, my, my fortitude. I love you, baby. And you know what? Shit. I might even bring you shopping right now, right? Because, yeah. Because this other chick just has fulfilled it, and I know you're here emotionally with me. Yeah, but, but that poor side chick, yeah, she she deserves a baby. Nah, never get a side chick, but you can't get a side chick, baby. You can't? Unless you like Diddy. And then, what if you give three babies to the main? There's one. one. My boy, actually, he got his side chick pregnant. And to keep it real, he got a side chick pregnant before his main chick. And there's, like... I remember saying, like, I think he's capping to me, but he, he, he like really a G. He's like, yo, my girl's okay with it. I've been with my girl for like, since we 14, like, yo, shit happened. Like, his girl pregnant now, but, but I'm like, yo, that's your wife. Like, he married her. It's like, that's They're your the wife. same age? Huh? They're the same. Yeah, I'm like, you got another girl pregnant before your wife? And she's okay with it? And she okay with it? You gotta say He with says it yes, I think cope. You think the wife is coping? Yes, if if she's not like fucking arguing all the time. Have you met her? Yeah, never, never like, never talked about that clearly. Mm. But I'm just think about how women are, bro. Which yo, Gabriel Union was gonna go crazy on Dwayne Wade for a break baby, a baby that he had while they were on a break. Because you know when you're with a girl, right? When you break up, you didn't break up. You know what it knows, right? Yeah, it's like. Like, I love when girls, they'd be like, yo, okay, it's over. You know, the moment you say it's over, like, I'm fucking a girl that night, right? Because I'm getting off on the technicality. Yo, you say it's over. You know it wasn't over. I had that. What if she fucked somebody else during that break? Oh, it's over. Done. Okay. Done so. She even, like, I don't go through phones. Like, I've went through phone before, but I do not go through phones. You can't do so. So how do you find out what she did during the break? What's the technique? Um, I'm gonna be honest with you. At this point, I and and this is this is the this is the 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 prize arc. I wouldn't even go through a chick's phone. phone. No, I don't go through the phone either. But how do you, how do you find out like, um, what she did? Because I had that same situation. Like we broke up, and then and, well, well, well. Here's the thing. If if she's giving me any doubt, I start separating. But I'm the prize. So once I start separating, when I start falling back. It's going to either be abundantly clear and it's over or, you know, you're going to go out of your way to prove that nothing really happened. You know what I mean? So so any doubt I should have, 
Like, I don't got to sneak around. I'm not sneaking around like, yo, who she with? Like, if I'm doing that, some some people get a chase out of it. Like, okay, damn, he he's on my tail now. So, okay, cool. Like, some people like keeping you. That's also part of manipulation, keeping you in a area of insecurity, not knowing if they're doing anything. Me, like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't swear for no one. If, if, if my chick want to go, go suck another dick, go ahead. Do it good. But, but you probably ain't going to be back over here. And I'm not looking to find out, right? But it will be obvious. How, because, what, are you, what are the signs for you? Well, you got to realize, you see, well, women aren't just innate hoes. Or you wouldn't wife up an innate hoe. So by the time she's even contemplating sucking a dick, there's a lot of shit that's changed. Demeanors change. Her feelings towards you has changed. Everything has changed. You should already notice that and should notice that's... That's the the woman touch of the relationship. If that's gone, the relationship's pretty much gone. She's using you for your your space that she's living in, or whatever the case is done. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, um, my technique is to be like, uh, "Now, nah, what'd you do during the breakup? Like, no, nah, just tell, it's just fun. It's like, tell me your whole story. Like, you, you you play it cool, you laugh it off. I play. Like, oh, I've I've never girl- been I've never been like like we'll break up for like maybe a week, not like. For months, if, if a couple months, I'm thinking it's almost like a new relationship, and I knew you fucks other people. Okay, like I, I know you fuck people at that point. So you you've had that you've broken up for a couple months and then got back together. Um, I'm gonna be honest with you, I've never had anything successful after the first breakup. After the first breakup, where we break up for anything longer than a month, it's over. We're really just getting back to have some fam- familiarity. Fucks rekindle, yeah. No, no, no. I'm used to the pussy. You used to me. We used to be cool. We we used to kill time together. That's the only reason why, but, like, the magic is never there because trust is probably gone. And also, like, the magic of, yo, this is the person. What people don't want to understand about relationships is that there's always a thought. When you get together with a woman, right, and a woman gets together with a man, even if you've been cheated on eight times before, or even if you cheat on someone eight times before, you look at them and you're like, they come in with a blank slate. That's the best thing about a new relationship, a blank Mm -hmm. slate, right? After that slate has been, like, you know, ran through the ringer, a bunch of times. Now, you know, she fucked three dudes. You know what I mean? She got flew out while y'all were on a break. You were already, like, feeling whatever way about her before you took the break. Now, you you bring her back. And I ain't gonna lie, sometimes you just smutter out. Like, like now, because when you have sex with your girlfriend that you love and a girl that you, you, you just, you don't care that much about, it's two different types of sex, bro. So, like, I noticed that instantly. The way I have sex with her is different. It's like, Hands off, it's just kind of like... You can't make love to her anymore. Yes, no, 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 no. That's why, like, you know, uh, women do understand that keeping that pristine value in the eyes of their man is it's important Is, is important if they want to be in a relationship with said man. Mm-hmm. And as much as history and experience with that man matters, if that is already out the window... And he's coming back around. That's the only thing that confuses me. I'll use a celebrity example. Like J Lo, fucked with um, what's that dude's name? Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. Then she fucked with another dude afterwards. A Rod. A Rod wiped her up, dogged her out for like a couple of years, and Ben Affleck just took her back. Like it's like yo, it's like having a brand new. I don't want to use vehicle reference, but like what? I'm with you. You leave me, get banged out for another dude by a couple of years, and you just come back to me, and we're just chilling back in. No, like, what the fuck? 
that purity needs to remain. That purity needs to be, remain. You know what I mean? Yeah. I had that before. I, I had broken up with this girl. And then within two weeks, she fucked two dudes. And I did uh, investigative tactics to figure out, like, oh, like, how many? So I know, what did you do? She's trying to figure out what she did. She's like, yeah, two guys. And I'm like, what the? I thought, in two weeks? And then eight months pass. And then she's like, actually, it was one. After me bringing it up all the time, like, you fucked two dudes when we broke up. And then. Yeah, you always bring it up. You got to, like, kind of, like. Throw it on her a little bit, let her know. Yeah, I know, but that was her trying to like bring back the the purity because how important that is. Yeah, her, yeah. her image in your mind. Yeah, but. and you, usually women will start off with a soft lie. Hey, I didn't really fuck two dudes. Like, like I gave one guy a hand job. I told him I wasn't ready. Yeah, it, it was with the condom anyway. Yeah. I didn't give him head. I only give you head. And, like, and, you yeah, and actually, lying. I just let him put it in for like few strokes, but I wasn't feeling him, so I had to stop. And and you're, she's trying to say like, it wasn't okay, really. It's was only three strokes. Does three strokes count? Like, uh. Like one of those type of things, yeah. uh-huh. Captain. Trying to bring the purity back. Yeah. At Seriously. first, at first, it was like, yeah, I got fucked all over the kitchen. He picked me up everywhere. She was like being descri- I'm like, yo, be descriptive. Like I was really trying. And then it, afterwards, after she saw that the purity left, she's like, no, actually, that I and made that whole she thing could up. See how you were looking at her differently. Yeah. Like women could see it when when you're the apple of a guy's eye. He looks at you like, like, and I, and I hate when they use they use this like saying on Fresh and Fit. But it's true though, like in this particular sense, where it's like you could tell if a guy's looking at you like I'll I'll die for you. Like I'll like if, if you are in danger, I will go to the ends of earth to fucking try to protect you. Mm-hmm. Versus a guy's like This fucking slut. This fucking <laughs> <laughs> Stinko <laughs> Yo, listen man, uh great conversation, brother. Yeah. We got to get you back on YouTube, like really back on YouTube. Nah, nah. Rumble taking over. Rumble.com slash Sneeko and thecreativitykit.com releasing February 1st. We're getting new professors, all that. Rumble's taking over this year. Man, get off of BotTube. Get off of Twitch. Go to alternative platforms because that's where people aren't controlled by the Matrix. We'll see if it happens. I'm not going to get back on YouTube, man. I feel like I feel like the, the you got to coin, well, the word bot's been around for a long time, but I, I hear you mostly using it to... Talk about people who are. It really gets under people's skin. They 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 hate that. I I noticed that it stays in people's psyche, and then they come back and they talk to me like, "You're a bot. You're a bot." I'm like, "Oh, I said it to you, and now you you're really trying to justify why you not." Oh, very last question: Why the hell do they play you out on them clips? Because I be watching you, Destiny, and like I guess if you have some random people in there, sometimes they'd be like, "Yo, so and so owns Nico in a debate," and I'm like, "What the fuck? Like, why is it always somebody?" Because it's clickbait. I mean, it's title. They want to see Nico got destroyed by like, okay, whatever, bro. Do you ever think that um maybe you should? I know me personally. Like once I realized like in profile I was increasing, I started protecting your image. Like, like in a sense where. Even, like, after I was, I was even thinking this, I'm like, I was very, like, we had that conversation before. Like, I wanted to make sure I was, like, not wilding and like, nothing like that because I don't want to be on TMZ for the wrong thing again. But not only that, it was just, like, Tate said it one time. And I keep calling Tate. But, like, he's like, yo, if I smash this chick, what do I get? Like, she gets to go tell her friends all the stories, blah, blah, blah. What do I just get? Some mid-pussy. And it's like, even now, I'm like, do I want to be on After Hours with a bunch of chicks who are probably trying to cloud chase their way into a headline? They get to be with the prize. Well, well, well they get to use my name to make the headline, mm-hmm. to clickbait off. Like, that girl that, that we, like, we're going back and forth with, mm-hmm. 
the one that sounded like Pop Smoke. Bro, she used that whole thing to, to start her career. Yeah, yeah to make a podcast. She, yeah. yeah, and she did that whole. And, and I thought about it. I'm just <laughs> like, did how did I benefit and how did she benefit? She got a whole opportunity. She she got a that was great for her. She got like yelled at a little bit, but then you get all this clout, all this attention. You got to start a podcast. Great for her. And and that's why sometimes I think about. I'm I'm like, like these are my guys, but I'm like, is it is it is it something that now that. Maybe people are seeing a pattern. They, they might be like, yo, I coming on here. Yo, let's just try to, like, even that big girl that was on last night, right? Mm. That's why it was nice to her. Because I'm like, I could tell she would be a snappy one. I'm just not trying to really have to violate, because I know it's going to be all over online. So I'm trying to just de-escalate. Good thing she picked it with Fresh, though. Mm-hmm. But, like, these days, I don't want to give my energy to everyone. That's what I was saying. That's what you're saying. Like, I think people are looking at you as a certain... As an opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. And, and... I know me, I click on videos when it says, oh, sneaker owned. And I'm like, what the fuck? And you know am I, mean? I getting owned in it when you click on it? No, no, you're not. But it's like, I'm hearing you talk to sometimes some... Some some bum. Yes, like some rant. I'm like, yo, who are these? Like, <laughs> <laughs> but they don't ever actually get to get a career out of it because they're not funny yeah, yeah. that I'm just saying. No, right. It's good for a clip and people's attention span is short, so it's just like good clips, you know? And it, I, I talk to them because I know that time will always tell who's going to last and who's going to just be, you know, a face that I talk to in one clip. I feel it. I feel it. All right, people. Um, is there anything we did not get to? There we are. I think when is Tate getting out? In 30 Predict. days, man. Free Tristan, free Andrew. Get out so I can have my millionaire party. That's what I'm talking about. Be free. All right. Um, anything else to shout out? You said, shout out to Creativity Kit, you said? The creativity gets dropping February 1st. We got new professors, a new course, and we're talking about everything about how to make money online. We're doing three calls a week at 4 p.m. Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Everybody who wants to learn how to make money, now's the time and, and you got any questions you got to ask me you can speak to me one on one in my discord cool alright listen um, he's banned off most social media but I think he's still on Twitter what's your Twitter uh, Twitter and Instagram at Sneeko and rumble.com slash Sneeko rumble oh, taking over get you off Instagram yeah yeah so I kept my meta the whole time damn okay alright yeah. shout out to Zuck <laughs> hey Hey, he might get you off after this one. No, no, no. no, no, no. <laughs> All right, man. Yo, thank you guys for watching another episode of Off the Record Podcast. It's been yours truly, your boy DJ Academics, and also my man Sneaker. Go check him out. Listen, until next time, man. Peace out. Holy. Holy. Oh,